This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me. Back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins. Going Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Jump and Jean From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from the war room here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court here on RivalCastMedia.com and VerstWorldProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. By Foyer. Hi. And by Lulu. Hey, y'all. Uh, as the two gentlemen have literally just sat down while the intro is halfway through. So good timing, as always, again. We should just start saying we start at 7 o'clock and go till 10. I, we I think the 6 to 9 yeah. is out the window. I think so. At we least until you get your license today. back. That's true. Oh, did you? Yeah, I mm. hate that train. Yeah. Fucking train. I fucking hate that train. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's one of the things you learn to deal with living in the city, I do, is because the trains have literally cut us off before, because actually on all four sides of the state, or I'm sorry, the, of the city are train tracks. Right. And I've had trains that stopped on both of them and, and literally cut us in half. So it's very annoying. Supposedly they have changed that. We don't have as much traffic anymore. I beg to differ. At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, it is St. Patrick's Day. Here in 2013, so it's 
National Keep the Bars in Business Day? I guess. Happy Engineer Day. Why That's true. Engineer Day. St. Patrick, patron saint of engineers. He is? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I wasn't aware he was an engineer. I don't know if he was an engineer, well, but he's we've got, adopted I mean, him as our own. Like, you know what? We need a saint. <laughs> well, who isn't taken? Well, what mixes well with explosives and bulldozers? Alcohol! Alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> we'll go with St. Patrick. Well, that didn't take long. And yet you're not drinking. <laughs> no, I got stuff to do tonight. There are other you know, patron saints of Ireland. Well, not patron saints, but other saints of Ireland. I don't. Who really cares? Colombo. Exactly. Who cares? Or Columbo, <laughs> Columbo. Or Yeah, it is. I thought he yeah. was a detective in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, yeah, he is now. Really good Patron saint of rumpled trench coats <laughs> and also glass, glass eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yes. Now I got to make sure. I I'm sure I. I got to go back right. to Mrs. Patron Saint. Oh, uh, one more thing. Um, I, I think you did it. Spell is Columba. Yeah, that's Columba. Him. Yeah, one of the Irish saints. One of the three really popular ones. Bridget's the other one. So it's Bridget. He was one of the 12 apostles of Ireland. Yes. Good Good to know. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm sure it's exactly how he looked. St. Malachi, St. Columba. I'm sure it's how he walked around. Hello, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Putting his hand up. I am Christian! Look at me. <laughs> and I'm sure the pics responded with nothing but reasonable discourse. When Absolutely. Up. Oh, sure. At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there was a bit of confusion, apparently. Uh, things I have to apologize for. I guess last night, did I mention last week that we were going to play Planetside on Saturday night? You did. You put it on the Rivalcast thing. I yeah. didn't put it on. Edge okay. did. Oh, Edge was, did, but it was you did announce it. Okay, yes. I apologize for that, folks. I completely forgot about it. Nobody brought it up to me, so I, I was otherwise engaged. I was actually playing a Rome Total War against my dad, who is terrible at that game. He plays against the computer all the time. Whole different ballgame when you play a, a human that yeah. I haven't played in five or six years. Schooled him newbie. It was bad. <laughs> but I brought him in and showed me played a, a few games, and I was I'm trying what, to... What uh, factions did you play? I played the Solution Empire. Then I played Egypt because he said Egypt sucks, and that was a mistake. Uh, they do not suck. In some ways, they're very overpowered. And then I played uh, the Gauls, and that was kind of touch and go for a while. And then finally I played... What the hell was it? Um... Uh, the Armenians. I'm sorry, the Parthians, the Persians. Okay. So, and I, I mean, I deliberately took some of the weaker factions because he was taking Rome and Carthage, and that's primarily who he's played. He's trying to learn how to play a multiplayer game, which is a lot different. So he learned quite a few things, and I learned he is not a good loser. <laughs> so you had doubt about that? No, I. Well, I. You know, he's a pretty calm, mellow guy on the level, so. Yeah. Goddamn archers! Why don't my shit keeps charging after people? I didn't tell them to run across the field. Why aren't my guys shooting? So yeah, nice. It's kind of pissed about that. But I did watch it while I was waiting for him to log on last night. I did watch some of the uh, alpha footage for Rome Total War Two. Holy cow! Does it look good? And it's involved. They took naval battles and they combined them with land battles. So it's not just you have to fight your way into the harbor anymore. You have to bring your ships in. Land your troops on the beach, and then they have to storm the you know the fortress or the city. The cities have been blown up to ten si- ten times their normal size, yeah, like they were in Rome. It's, they've actually built everything to scale how the cities would have looked back then. Nice. So oh, we actually wow. have to have like a satellite view to see where your guys are on the map. It's so big. So they've actually got siege weapons on the ships themselves, so you can fight ship to ship. You can also bombard the shore. It looked pretty good. It looks very involved. So I'm hoping the Whopper is uh, strong enough to keep up with it. Yes, Uncle Bad Touch, we are still doing emails. Send them to emperor1g <laughs> at cox.net. Can 
nice to send you an email. There was yes. a uh, hashtag suggestion, Irish pickup lines. That's not a bad one. That's either. okay. That's I like that funny. one. All right, let's do that one. Irish pickup lines. That'll be tonight's hashtag, and we haven't done it in a few weeks. So let me type that in here. Tonight's game is Irish pickup. Pick There's no R. There's no R. Okay, no. damn it. I thought it was Cursor was in the way. Damn it. <laughs> Send them to Irish pickup lines. Indeed. Your All right. tweet was posted. So now we'll just keep... Oh, wait. Shit. <laughs> well, there. I'm gone. You, you really think we're the only ones who ever thought about doing that? Probably not. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we're going to have to pick something else because apparently that one's already going. <laughs> no, let it roll. No, no let it roll. Oh, my God. All right. There's some good ones out there already. All right. We're in Ireland because my penis be Dublin. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Da, 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 da. What else got that one? Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's pretty old. Hey, babe, do you got any Irish in you? Yeah. Would some? you want some? <laughs> Fuck me. I'm Irish. <laughs> that's, that's pretty just The direct approach. <laughs> All right. Oh, that one's pretty Baby funny. be my pot of gold. Want to taste my lucky charm? It's magically delicious. Want to play with my shillelagh? Shillelagh. Shillelagh. These are terrible. I'm hoping we can I'm do magically better. delicious. Shake those shamrocks. I'll be you a box tea. That's all right. Anyway, so did anybody do anything for St. Patrick's Day here? No. Yeah, sadly. I slept in. Yeah. I slept in a little bit. Work then here. All right, so nothing out of the ordinary. Here. I got my nails painted green. Does that count? <laughs> and well. just at ECN the tag. I you know I could, but How I How festive yeah. of you. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> well, you're wearing green also. so <gasps> My eyes are green, too. Well, we don't hold Well, they're always green, now. so. Yeah, I, we're supposed to switch over to the new email, but I never got set up with it because Vyar's lazy. So it's still Emperor 1G at Cox on that through this week. I'll set it up for you. Vyar's Ricky Mountain Dew, which is green. Uh, yes. It, okay. I have stuff to do tonight. I was going to say, this is what, two, three weeks in a row of sobriety? I'm, I'm not going to lie. Two? College is really just starting to piss me off. <laughs> they keep making me do things. And I don't they like make it. you How study. dare they? God. And I'm not having it. I have like I have a paper, a take-home test, an essay, and an actual in-class test tomorrow. It is the day after St. Patrick's Day. Are you people fucking retarded? Two of those things are, are you should be able to just... Shit out, and those are essays. I mean, well, yeah, just, I'm going yeah. to be able to shit it out. It's still going to take me half an hour, 45 minutes to write three pages. Manly Stuff says, isn't Mountain Dew actually yellow? But it's in a green bottle. Yeah, it's kind of a yellowy green. could depend on. Your mileage may vary. How, how am I a Jew if my eyes are green? I don't get that either. I don't, I don't know. That's a very that. Celtic thing. money? Okay. I am an accountant. Nymph, you and me. Same page. Coincidence? I think not. So, Helena, what did you do this week? I watched an amazing movie. And that was? Iron Sky. He told me, I think I actually got the entire script on the way over you here. You did? Okay, I've never it's, heard of it. It so sounds never heard funny. Of it. It's, it's on streaming Netflix. It's, it's, a, it's a Finnish movie from 2012. Uh, but it's, it's in German and, and English. Okay. Uh, it's about Nazis from the moon. Space Nazis. I'm intrigued. I'm going, I, that's exactly what that's exactly what Varyar said. As like, he yawns. Space Nazis from the moon. So the premise is in 1945 when the Nazis were losing, they shot rockets up into space and set up a moon base on the moon. Now we flash forward to 2018. 
the American president is Sarah Palin. Uh, they don't say it's Sarah Palin, but it's pretty damn obvious just by looking at her and the way she talks. Okay. It's Sarah Palin. She decides for her reelection campaign to send a black man into the moon, up, up, up to the moon. I was going to say into. Into the moon. Well, not into the moon. Those damn finish. So two astronauts fly off and land on the moon. Black guy, white guy. Black guy's not even a scientist or an astronaut. He's just some guy. Just a black guy. He's What's your qualifications? Black I'm black. He's black. Yes. Good enough. Strap him in. Exactly. So they land on the moon. The Nazis show up. <clears throat> They're like, what the hell's going on? You know, the, the two astronaut guys. Uh, the regular normal astronaut gets shot. They take The Nazis take the black guy hostage because they think it's some vanguard for, like, the Earth invading the Nazis. So they, they, they take him back. And, I mean, do you want me to go through the whole story or do you want me to just give you the, the I don't know that I'm going to sit down and watch this. So. You should. It's hilarious. Is it supposed? I'm yes, assuming it's, it's supposed, supposed to be. be. Okay, it's Nazis it's from space, of course. It's I, I trust nothing European. I don't know. I don't know. It I is, don't always get their humor. It so. is hilarious. Hilarious. So, okay, just to, they, they, they take him back. Uh, they decide that they're going to now invade the Earth. Uh, but for some reason, all their technology is still like 1945-ish. So it's kind of like a steampunk, diesel punk kind of thing. Still okay. Uh, they have this gi- like giant, huge, like super weapon that they want to use to conquer the Earth with, but all their all their computers suck because they're 1945 computers. But the black guy has a cell phone on him, and they realize that the cell phone is a more powerful computer than all their other computers combined. So they hook it up to their system, and it runs the super weapon. So they're like, yes, the invasion's on, but the battery dies. So the Nazis send this uh, little spaceship back to Earth to gather as many computers up as they can to take them back. So they can send a, a spaceship to Earth, but they can't launch their super weapon. Got it. Yep, exactly. Look, you're thinking too hard. You're you think it, you're thinking hard. way too hard. You're right. Nazis from space. Right. Nazi logic. Nazi logic. So they, they, they land, uh, basically, and then, and then <laughs> what happens logic. is they, get, uh, they, they, they end up meeting Sarah Palin and her like, campaign, the head of the campaign. And the head of campaign falls in love with this guy Nazi, and they, they decide to incorporate like Nazi stuff into the reelection campaign. So of it's all very. I mean, it's not it's not like you know hate the Jews, but like like really strong like you know country and like you know people like fist bumping and you know, other like crazy stuff like that for the fatherland. Exactly stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. And meanwhile, the the black guy who the Nazis have turned white as a as a way of saying thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're like, we made you Aryan. You should be thanking us. <laughs> um, it's, it fast forwards a couple months later, and he's like this bum on the street trying to warn everyone about the space Nazis from the moon that are coming to invade the Earth. But no one believes him for some reason. I don't know. Uh, and then he sees the, the girl Nazi walking on the street. Super and then, hot girl Nazi. Very hot girl Nazi. Jaw. So hot. <laughs> uh, and then like the, the Nazis start invading. And then there's a big giant space battle because the uh, the Americans reveal that they have a spaceship already in space with weapons and everything called the USS George W. Bush. So, I'm I'm get, you know seeing a pattern here, but continue. Yes. So then there's this big giant space battle between the Nazis who are, have giant zeppelins flying through space. Oh, hold on, tell them the rest. Oh, there's there's big giant. They're they're pulling meteors behind. Yes, them. they are. All right. So that that's how they're going to invade. And then they have, and then their actual spaceships look like the classic, like fifties flying saucer kind of thing. So you've got like flying saucers with Nazis in them, with dig, <laughs> with space zeppelins going up against like, you know, uh, like the, the the George W. Bush, and then every other country in the UN admits that they too have a spaceship. Is this the movie where they say, "Don't kill the black astronaut"? That's like killing a unicorn. 
Um, Missing wants I to know. I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Apparently, there are still very few black astronauts in movies. It's true. Yeah, well, okay, I'm not revealing the whole plot. I'm not going to do every single <laughs> plot point. Yeah, there's there's a point where, like, where the okay, the, the black guy's name is Washington. He opens up an airlock because he's trying to run away, and then, and then like, the hot girl Nazi's dressed like, you know, shoots off because it's space in the vacuum. But then they're almost, and then, like, the, the, then, like, the black guy goes, and, like, throws her back into the complex. And then pulls himself in and hits the airlock. You know, because that could totally happen. Of course. If that happens You're thinking too hard. Exactly. So then there's a big it's giant a space Nazi battle. Space logic. Big giant space it. battle between the international spaceships and the Nazi spaceships. And then, <laughs> you know, stuff. But it's, it's so hilarious. No, I've never mentioned this movie before. Because I only saw it last week. It, how long is this movie? Hour and a half. Okay, I was going to say it, it's not one you could really stretch, I would think. Not really. All right, then. So but it's, it's called it's again Iron Sky. Iron Sky. I will I, I will show you the trailer in the first break. Because okay, okay. you look super fucking excited. <laughs> uh, you would love this movie. I, I know what you're thinking. It's it's you know, you think, oh, they're making fun of Sarah Palin and George W. Bush. Not really. It's just it's just tongue in cheek, all hilarious stuff. That's really the only two parts where they're like, uh, that kind of thing. That's it. In general, I'm going to have a rough day, so I expect you guys to really Care this one. Another one. It's the same. Oh, God. All right. The same Dublin joke. Yes. Over yeah, yeah. 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 You know why? Because it's probably the only one they can find on the internet. Like, oh, look what I <laughs> wrote. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. All right. Anything else going on this week? Uh, we got a new uh, bid committee member for Orlando who was on the Helsinki. Bid. Is this the one that jumped ship? Yes. Well, oh, did I tell you already about that? You mentioned it last week. Oh, okay. That you Sorry were going about that. To, you weren't sure about this. You are going to look at the check oh, the no, it, no, it was told, totally legit. I, I don't really know that jumping from Helsinki to Orlando was really that big of a stretch, considering it's <laughs> Helsinki, and as uh, we can see, they make movies based on space Nazis. Right. But uh, So what do they bring to the table of that you would care about? Uh, sitting some bid tables that uh, normally we wouldn't get to, uh, and a lot of social media stuff. She's actually... Learning that in college right now, kind of like what you're doing with marketing. Only she's going more toward the internet, how, how to market with the internet and social media. So hmm. she had some pretty good ideas so far. So all right, then we'll have that to let us know if it works. I, we'll find out in six months. Take notes, always. There you go. And there it is. <sighs> good conversation. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sorry, I bored you with how I'm going with my life. <laughs> Actually, it has nothing to do. I with I also it, went but... down to the dockyards and killed a hobo. Is that exciting? <laughs> Is that exciting enough for you? <laughs> Actually, it's nothing to do with that. My apologies. It's all I can do to keep up right at the moment. Not that I'm tired. It's just this... Is it uh, all the drugs you take? Yes. It's, I actually had to cut back on a few of them. They gave me an ulcer. I started bleeding and coughing up blood. It was disgusting. What God, the fuck is wrong with so you? so broke. It's I really am. You're going to die when you're 45. It's, it's funny because there's if one thing gets fixed, another far. thing breaks. like, shit, I can't get ahead of it. Can Cannot you... get ahead of it. I have. I tell you what. I think <laughs> I'm going to put you on my death pool. <laughs> <laughs> You think about thirty-five. I mean, yeah, that's the way well, that our yeah. death pool works is that uh, the younger they are, the more points you get. So, like someone, ah. so it's like someone who dies. It's it goes up to hundred. So it'd be worth a fortune. So if so, so if someone dies when they're twenty, you you probably win right there because you get eighty points. Oh wow, <laughs> that, that's how it works. All right, you base their age and then you know subtract from hundred. Okay, so like someone younger, <laughs> you know, you're going to be worth a that's lot. Like the jackpot. I guess. <laughs> well, I put my friend on the death pool. If Imp dies, what happens to the show? It's kind of a big deal on the well, internet. Well, I don't know that if I'm really going to concern myself after, you know, with making sure the show continues after I'm gone. It won't really be the Empress Court when he's dead. 
<laughs> DPG says put me down for 44. All right. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, Voyar, how yep. was your week? Very, very busy with school stuff. I mean, uh, nothing really all that exciting happened this week. Um, school, work. Unfortunately, I've been, like I said, really busy, so I kind of let some station stuff slip. So hopefully tomorrow I can kind of try and get back on track and keep moving forward. But nothing at all really of note. Very boring. Very sad week. Okay, then. How long it is is it till uh, you do your uh, zombie apocalypse event? Isn't it in April? Yeah, end of April. End of April. Okay. Yep. The 24th to the 29th, we will be doing that. Speaking of which, I guess there was also some confusion by a couple of people, at least Khalilu and Seomara that I know of, that were confused as to what would be our last show on VTW. I thought we did mention this last week, but in case we did yeah. not, it's April 7th will be the last show we do on VTW. We were supposed to do it April, I'm sorry, March 31st. However, that is Easter. We will not be here. So we're going to kick it back one week, and we'll do it on the 7th. I think that's right, the 7th, yeah. <laughs> And if an emperor dies, you all die. Didn't you read the stuff written with small, written in small on your contract? Contract. No. I, I don't. You guys have contracts. Well, we did, but you haven't signed it yet. Thanks, Nymph. Jack Hill. Hashtag should be names for the show after <laughs> Emp dies. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> New hashtag. I the like Emperor's that better. Team. Hang on. Let's go. I like the emperor's corpse. <laughs> the emperor's corpse. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to here. Dead from Cleveland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> New game. Hashtag is. Well, how would we. How, well, can't be too long. Post emp show name? Just after he dies. <laughs> after after emp dies. Dies. Show names. Wow. wow. Too long. Just go after emp dies, dude. Boop. There's two emps. Well, let's talk Amp about these Nazis. After emp dies. All right, there we go. Show names for after I die. That is sad. And if somebody already has this going, I'll get pissed. Okay, good. <laughs> All righty. So there we go. Zombie EC names. There Would you go. live stream the funeral? Yeah, what the hell? Anything uh, cool. for ratings. Yeah. <laughs> God. Here comes little Emp's son. Kind of like what it was JK, except he doesn't salute. He gives the middle finger. Well, I guess that's in keeping. <laughs> well, it's... You know, <laughs> How about That's you, Lulu? how they live. They're Lulu, what'd you do this week? Um, my daughter was home for spring break, so I got to spend a lot of time with her. Did you do anything interesting that we'd care about? Uh, you mean she's not in, like, Cosmo making bad tattoo. decisions? Oh, you I, did. Well, I was <laughs> thinking maybe she was just resting up from all the bad decisions she's been making. Okay. okay. Needs a week off, you know? Got to slow down a little bit. Dry out some. He gets a little sore <laughs> down there, if you know what I mean. Was she walking funny when she came home? I hate you all. <laughs> Does her phone go off every hour, like every single day at the same time for some reason? Take a pill, perhaps, at With the exact same time? strange men's names Sweetheart, like Tyrone, <laughs> Jose. Who are these guys? She actually does have an alarm. Shit. For April 7th at WrestleMania. God damn it. We always host it at WrestleMania. What the hell are we going to do? I'll think of something. I Just shit. I don't follow wrestling. I only watch it once a year at this point, and that happens to be the night. Eh. If Emp dies, all we need to do is hook him up to the Golden Throne, right? Yeah, if only we had one. Missing. If the Emperor dies, then every citizen of Sylphinus must commit... That's right. Everybody right. must kill. The so, entire country dies. So how do I renounce my citizens? Yes. You can't. You're in the cabinet. 
I, I don't want my passport anymore. No, no, no it's so you can. Three hours of internet porn after Emp dies. Highlanders Republic after Emp dies. All right. Uh, yeah, thanks, little Rex. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's in v- in uh, the TNA. 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 Darn it. So, what else did you, Lulu? Um, like I said, I got a new tattoo. A tattoo. Let's see it. A what? Perfectly imperfect. They spelled perfectly wrong, by the way. No, they did not. She's like, what? <laughs> no, they. I always love people who get like writing on their body for a tattoo, especially if it's in, like a different language. Oh, I love. Oh, the, the kanji's that. wrong in that. Wait, what? So. <laughs> It's What's supposed that? to be courage, and instead it's soup. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? I got Anything? a new dog. You got yesterday. a new okay. I found a new dog yesterday. You found a new dog. Yes, I um, from rescued the what? What the what now? From a rescue organization. Oh, okay. I thought you like were driving down the street. No, so, you know what? Oh, look, I found a dog. <laughs> And, and this has been an ongoing saga with her, with with getting this a new dog, and it kind of pissed me off because she told me a story about my daughter's gone, and I need something to fill the gap. <laughs> Hi, dog. <laughs> did that cut too close to the quick? Did it? <laughs> did it now? No. As a matter of fact, you fucked. And my, that'll my... be Hi, seventy bucks. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, yes. daughter. Here's your <laughs> replacement. Here's your replacement. I need no, another bitch. As a matter so. of fact, about three weeks ago, my hmm. dog was hit by a car and died. You. Well, why asshole. didn't you say anything on the show? We would. <laughs> she didn't want to talk about the time. She said, "I don't want to talk about." Oh, okay. Show. We should have said something. That would have been such a dick. <laughs> Direct, perfectly no. perfect. AKA, I used to be a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, so she went. Are it you was, sure that's not a <laughs> show title for Jerry Springer? It was actually a stripper, but okay. At any rate, so, so she wanted to get this dog through. What was it? Canine. Canine Lifeline. Dot org. Okay. But apparently, they said she wasn't good enough to get a dog. You have to have fucking qualifications for Apparently, that this woman thought she did because she thought because since the other dog, you know, had an accident and was killed, therefore somehow she at her age is irresponsible and not worthy of another dog. What they told me in the email was that I'm sure I have learned a valuable lesson and would take better care of my next dog. So well, why you did you learn tell this them valuable that lesson? Why didn't they give you a dog? They did give her a dog. No, she no, went somewhere else. No, oh, you went, went somewhere, somewhere else. else. Oh, okay. So I, I thought that was pretty high-handed and That's awfully self-important to say that. Ugh. You're some housewife who sits at home alone doing nothing with a website and in agreement with a Petco in one city for noon to three on Saturdays to give out dogs. That is your life existence. My sister runs a dog rescue, and she does have requirements, but she rescues pit bulls, not 20-pound lap dogs. Yeah, and she sent me some lovely pictures of some dogs. I was... Very interesting. Did you send them back saying that somebody else found you more responsible? Well, actually, I did tell her that I had found a dog. So, see, you were. I went and found this woman's phone number because it isn't listed. Yes, it's not listed with the website. So, me using my powers of finagling jewelry, the internet may have no, not the internet. I tried. No, it wasn't nothing there. Yeah, I, I I tried too. I couldn't find it. So I pretended he was. Uh, someone else. I didn't and, pretend anything. I said I was, looking, I was looking for a dog. Emperor pretending something else? We're so I no. got this lady's phone number. I was going to make a very poignant call and perhaps even give out the number over the air. But apparently it's been resolved since she found a dog from someone else. Yes. A very sweet doesn't dog. doesn't make this lady less of a cunt. It, it, it doesn't. Thank it you. Ju- it pisses me I off that, you would, that so... somebody would act like that. I'm like, I was so you know, hurt when she sent me that email on Friday. I just wanted to cry. I couldn't believe she would say that. She doesn't fucking know me. What kind of dog do you have now? 
he uh she is a um border collie german shepherd mix oh okay so you're a big dog no um Not actually big? i think that there's some terrier in her too because she's wow. about 20 pounds sweet sweet dog wow. I'll what's her name to, her name is river river yes that's not the name it was going to be though go ahead and tell her the name you wanted what was the name Honey i wanted Boo-boo? syrup <laughs> what the kind of name is syrup? that for a dog she was she's that color Look, were you in the, the way- kitchen and it was just the first thing you saw <laughs> hey flower come here <laughs> well if you had heard some of the Spatula, things that it's safe come here, time. Come here trash compactor <laughs> Look. The way that I was always taught, if you're going to name a dog, <laughs> name the dog something that you're not going to be embarrassed yelling out in public Saturday night at 1 a.m. as it's running away from you. <laughs> that's, that's what I was well, taught. She's, she's River now. Well, that's okay. Uh, then that, that fits the criteria then. Yeah, she's very calm Come here, and soothing. And- <laughs> Come here, Tubby. Hey, Patso. <laughs> Where the hell did the garbage bag go? I- that's just. <laughs> All right, twenty pounds is a lap dog. No, well, it's, it's kind of big for a lap dog. I no, she, I own lap dogs, and twenty pounds would probably kill the dog that I have. No, I mean she curls right up in my lap. I mean she's that's that's the same size as my dog that that okay. passed away. So come back, Lord Longshlong. <laughs> Lord Longshlong. <laughs> See that that doesn't pass the test. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm it talking is, about. It is a girl. <laughs> I don't know. I can see Lulu running down the street at 1 o'clock in the morning. My schlong's gone. Does anybody see Lord Long Actually, that would be funny as hell. And then at one oh, fifteen, the cops go up. <laughs> and then like all good stories, it ends with officer, the cuffs are too tight. <laughs> Put an APB out for a four-legged Lord Long schlong. <laughs> Reward. <laughs> you imagine putting up signs all over, you know, getting a hammer and a nail, putting it on a tree. Lost, long schlong. <laughs> Reward. Yeah. Dollar sign. And all kinds of women calling. Uh, it would have been great if it had been like a dachshund or something. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, if, if I get, uh, if I get two dachshunds, I'd want to name them Oscar and Minor. I would find that funny. That would be very funny. The third one would be Frank, Rob. But that's that's kind of obvious, though. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So then what did I do this week since someone asked? Uh, uh, you almost died, apparently. Again. Uh, well, uh, it's my back. Your body I continued its it, revolt. It really <laughs> does. Against nature. He really Started is going to be me. just a brain in a jar. <laughs> Speaking of which, since I think you're uh, happier that way. Yeah, since exactly. being, the, being the good Catholic you are, what are your thoughts on uh, Pope Francis? I knew nothing about him, but since he's taken the office, he's done pretty well. I thought, you know, it yeah, seems he to be very open. Died. Yes, very open and not uh, of the dark side. Like Waiting the into to be. crowds, and you know, doesn't have any security, and sleeps in, I don't know, door frames or whatever he does. Gets what? his own baggage. Yeah, he doesn't sleep on like the the suites that the Pope normally has. He's sleeping in just some Spartan quarter somewhere on the Vatican. Oh, so yeah, I. You know, I, I, there's been some question, though, because apparently he had uh, he didn't speak out as much as he should have. Some people think during, you know, their little coup d'etat in Argentina back in the 70s and 80s. Coup d'etat. Whatever. Anyway, so the point the point so being that. Coup d'etat. <laughs> so. S'il vous plaît. I like he's done pretty well. So I, you know, okay. we'll see what he does. It, obviously, it's one it's thing early. to 
you know, yeah, glad hand. He's only been in the office for a week. Well, we'll see how he does. I, I think didn't some of the, it's like the first time that a pope has said like a. It's not like a. What I'm trying to think like a, like the 16th or the 12th. It's the first time. It's the the first. The first. Yes. For like a really long time, which I did find was strange that he chose Francis as a as a name after uh, Francis Xavier. Is what I oh, okay, Francis right. Assisi is what I have. So, okay. <clears throat> the Highlanders Court featuring Emperor's Brain in a Jar, the Emperor's Kitchen with Mystic Mim. Swing and a miss. Highlander, there can be only one. It's a bit long. All right. So the hashtag is the name of the show after I die. So it's hashtag after Emp dies, and we'll continue that and see where it goes. So I we'll see how he does. So this week uh, was pretty busy. Went in kind of a blur. Um, obviously, I'm fighting the back thing. I have to yeah, go see a neurosurgeon this week. Yeah, I do have some. I have to go see John Paul the first in night. Well, it, it, yeah, yeah. There, there were ones named John and Paul, but uh, I should be fair. It was the first time the two names have been put together. So went and saw the Oz the Great and Powerful yesterday with the family. Was it as great and powerful as you expected it to be? It was okay. I think the casting was the weakest part of the thing. I, I didn't like a lot of the people they got to play. You didn't I see like, James Franco as no, uh, Wizard of Oz? No, I see James Franco as being unemployed is what I see. James Franco played the exact same thing. It's like Samuel Jackson. He plays the exact same character in every single fucking movie where it's just some some stupid hammy guy who can't act his way out of a paper bag giving a stupid lopsided grin at the every five seconds at the camera. They could have gotten somebody better to play it. I, I like Mila Kunis. Didn't like her as a witch. Oh, spoiler! If you didn't learn that in the first thirty seconds of the movie, I like Mila Kunis. I like Mila Kunis. Do. I, just, I don't care. I, <laughs> I just look in my bedroom with no clothes. I on. just I hit mute and I have special happy time. It's great. <laughs> Is that what you call it? That's what I call it. I, I Michelle Williams. I like. I, I thought she was miscast as Glinda. I did like Rachel Weisz. I think she did very well as you know the Wicked Witch of the East. Beyond that, I thought everything else was kind of that. They really shoehorned in some things, to try and make it seem like it was an Oz type movie because there is no book about the wizard. There are only bits and pieces throughout the fourteen books, kind of where his background came from. So pretty much, it's just made out of whole cloth. There's fourteen fucking books. There's about a lot of books. There's yeah. more yep. than that. There's fourteen that yeah. the original author wrote for the Wizard of Oz, and then after he died, immediately after he died, they had another author write like eight more because they're still popular. And then throughout over the years, they've, they've written more and kind of you know added on to it, although they're not part of the canon or whatever. I don't know. I haven't figured out exactly how that all works. But, yes, there were, I think, 14 books that Frank Baum wrote at any rate. It was an okay movie. I liked it. It was, it was worth my money. The cinematics was great. Bruce Campbell's in the movie, of course, because it's a Sam Raimi film. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. Okay. So we Who all, does he play? Uh, he plays the winky guard, one of the uh, witch's guards at the gate. Okay. It was kind of funny hearing because he's all in this get up and this big nose and he doesn't look like Bruce. All Kimmel, right, but... you primitive screwheads. Listen up. <laughs> this is my boomstick. They also had one of the, the I guess they don't call him Munchkin, but he, he is one of those little midgets, that black midget from Bad Santa. Okay. Who oh, okay. even talks like he's from the ghetto even in the movie. And like, I didn't know the Land of Oz you know, had the projects, but apparently they do. I, I, it was just a, a lot of miscasting people that just had no business being in this movie. I mean, there had, and I, you know what, I I hold the original movie up pretty high, and even that wasn't as much like the books as it should have, but still, it was a classic. And apparently, there's two different companies who are remaking that movie. They're redoing The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, they've done The Wizard of Oz tons of times. Yeah, you never really hear about it, and it's been mostly animated, but they're re actually redoing. No, 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 I'm, I'm talking about the, the actual story. 
I know that, but they're actually going to reshoot shot for shot with the music and all that, at least for one of the companies. One the of them is going to redo the musical? Yes. Okay. But my point being, it's classic. You can't, you don't redo those. There are some movies you just shouldn't reboot or remake. They're above that. Gone with the Wind, The Ten Commandments, Wizard of Oz. I mean, these are movies that I, that I put far above that. But apparently they're going to. In fact, they've already gone ahead and greenlit the sequel to this movie. So they're, apparently Sam Raimi said he's not going to do it, but someone will. So they're going to do another sequel between... And it's supposed to take place 20 years before the events of The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Which doesn't work because The Wizard of Oz took place with Dorothy in 1899. This takes place in 1905. I, I get it. I, it most people who, who have read the book or have seen the original movie probably aren't going to care. Most You're kids these days... Uh, no. No. No one will. No. My daughter who's seen the movie does remember it, the original. And she was like seven or eight. Didn't care. Didn't care about this movie. Didn't want to go. You know, I, mean, I think it's only on like once a year now. Yeah, TNT's got it. So, and that's the other thing too is they couldn't incorporate a lot of those parts of the original movie into the new one because Warner Brothers owns the rights to The Wizard of Oz, the movie from 1939. Disney was not able to get permission from them, so there's no ruby slippers, there's no spiral yellow brick road. You know, some of the characters can't appear because of the way they were portrayed in the original movie. So that that kind of took a lot. What of it. characters? Like um, the scarecrow cannot be uh, made to look like the original scarecrow. Basically, it can't be a guy in a scarecrow. You know, in a scarecrow outfit, or the Tin that's Man, not Camp- generic and fucking all. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you if can, you copyright it, you can doesn't get around matter. that. Well, apparently they couldn't because they. I've I've read up on it. They they tried. Warner Brothers said no. If you try, we'll take your litigation. So they just didn't bother. There was one brief appearance of the cowardly lion, except it's a lion, CGI lion, but a lion, because it couldn't look like a guy wearing a lion costume type thing. Well, in, in the books, so it was an actual lion. I it wasn't a guy in a lion costume. So there you go. Apparently, who they originally wanted to play the part was um, they tried Jack Robert Black. Downey Jr. He said no. Then oh, tr- for, oh, for, 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 for the Wizard. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you meant for the, for the lion. No, no, no. Then they tried um, shit, Johnny Depp, who said, no, I'm doing another pull already for Disney, and that's the Lone Ranger. Which saw the trailers for, looked awful. Not going to see it. Looked terrible. Okay. The new Iron Man 3, though, looked awesome. Because it's Iron Man 3. And there's 30 Iron Mans now, apparently. He's got well, a whole squad. Yeah. Well, he has a bunch of suits. He has a lot of suits. Yes, yeah, so well, now those suits are filled because in the trailer there's 30 of them. No, they're not filled. They're uh, they're robots. Rob- oh, they are robots? Okay. Yeah, they're robots. I wasn't robotic. sure if they were people that he's like, hey, yeah. come on in, grab a suit. I need some friends. So, all right. No, he, he's done that in the comics <clears throat> a couple times, so it's not. Uh... Well, he does it in this one. Okay. So, I, you know, it was. It's also it was... the last one, too. Does so Pepper Potts actually have her own suit yet? She should. Is yeah. she supposed she's to? Supposed yeah, to. she's supposed yes. to. Okay. In the comics, she does. What's what's her name? Superhero name? She has. She does three have a name. Names. Yeah, um, is. Liberty is one of them. Yeah, I it? think that might be it. Yeah. Iron Chef. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last Iron. Sing, they're not going to make Iron Board. <laughs> Bazinga. The other thing too is one thing because we saw the trailer. It. The Mandarin, by the way, looks like one of the dwarves from he's The ben, Hobbit. He's Ben Kingsley. I. I told uh, Mr. McMahon, I looked at her, I said, you know, he I've looks a lot like Ben Kingsley. Too. He doesn't look anything like a, a, like a Chinese guy. He looks like one of the, the dwarves from The Hobbit in the brief one you, spot I saw. Do you know anything about the Mandarin? Other than Mandarin means Chinese? No, I don't. Okay. He's actually like the arch nemesis of <clears throat> Iron Man. And you said this is the last Iron Man? As far as I'm aware, this is the last Iron Man. Yeah. I failed to see that happening since it's going to be a billion-dollar movie. Well, they're making The Avengers 2, but that's not until 2015. But, right. Uh, 
but I, I can see them continuing on. I can see them, you know, Robert but anyway, the, saying. The Mandarin has, uh, did they, I forget, because I always saw the trailer a while ago. Did they show the rings that the Mandarin had? Or was it just I all don't Iron think Man's? so. Okay. We'll have to, we can take a look at the trailer. I'm sure because it's Because that's what uh, he gets his power from. They basically, like, you know, 11 billion years ago, this alien spacecraft crashed into China. And uh, the guy who's the Mandarin finds it. And he finds these, they're not actually rings, but they're like power things that power the spacecraft. But when you wear them as rings, they each give you like a different power. So he has 10 rings on, and he has all these different like superpowers. And he uses them to, you know, fuck with people and conquer the world and shit. Some more names for show titles after Emperor dies. Uh, Manly stuff says Three's Company. Okay. <laughs> Clue says Odd Bedfellows with Highlander and Varyar. Hmm. Highlander is Pravada. Pravda. Pravda. Whatever. Varyar and Highlander <laughs> versus the Donut. Oh, Electronic stores sell things for full RRP. I <laughs> Retail. What? Retail price. There won't be anyone to chew right. them down yeah, anymore. I, right. no. I was trying to figure out why. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Emperor's Zombie, August edition. I'm not going to bother doing that. Uh, Highlander's Dictatorship of the Proletariat. Co-host on Dead Air with Baron Von Gosu. Speaking of which, uh, I finally got in touch with him. Yes, uh, I berated him the other night. We're so. going to we're gonna, uh, tape something on Friday. Nice. And where are you taping? Um, I'm assuming either his place or here. Well, if you're doing it here, I would have liked to have gotten a heads up. So. <laughs> I, I, we'll be over at six. I thought he was your brother. He <laughs> might want to give you the heads up. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get anything from him, to be honest. Okay. So, the well, we're planning on doing it on Friday. So. All righty. Well, if you're doing it here, that's fine. Just I can set up everything ahead of time. Okay. The Emperor's Court, the next generation with the new Emperor. And the Highlander. Okay, we, so we did all those. So, all right. So, continue. It's Technically, a- that's a valid point. The heir apparent would become the new emperor. I would yeah, but he's, but not but he's too 16. young, so there would have to be a regent. Right. And then, of course, let's be honest, we're just going to kill him anyway when he's getting <laughs> And take the show for please, yourselves. Please. <laughs> well, you have to die first. We're all students of history here. Yes. We know how it goes down. I won't kill him. There will be a tragic childhood accident oh. when he turns roughly 14. <laughs> it's so tragic. I was just going to say that, true. He died in a smelting rescue. accident. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw it coming? What's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? Iron uh, Woman is a command. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, I like it. Then we went, uh, today we w- took the, speaking of the uh, heir apparent, the Prince Imperial, we took him to go see the Easter Bunny today. Very well behaved as always. Sat there, smiled, got the picture. You know, he's seven months old now, so he didn't, you didn't look freak around. out? Nope. No, he's a retard. Didn't care. <laughs> he didn't smile in the picture. I've seen the picture. Kind of smirked. It's fine. No. It's like, uh. eh. <laughs> Smile, I can't see. Smirk, that's for me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that I can see. He sat disdainfully with the rabbit with a look of smug superiority on his face. <laughs> Sit with the rabbit, they said. <laughs> Chocolate eggs, they said. <laughs> I'm not having it, I say. <laughs> now take me back for I've shat my pants. <laughs> Lulu and Lady Mia make-out marathon? I second that motion. <laughs> Imperial Underworld, live from the Imperial Mausoleum. <laughs> you keep what you kill. <laughs> I hope I'm rich enough to have a mausoleum and build one for myself. Uh, good point. Actually, speaking of uh, programming note, uh, supposedly Lady Mia will be in studio with us next week, next Sunday. Uh, that's the 24th. She was supposed to be here this week, but today's... St. Patrick's Day, and she exactly. was obviously... Yeah. Speaking of which, did you watch uh, Undercover Boss, the most recent one? I don't watch they it, They did Tilted Kilt. Did they? The CEO of Tilted Kilt went around and... Put on a skirt? Yeah, well, like, <laughs> Yes, yes, he put on a skirt and pushed a bra. No, he was, he, he was in the guy killed. He was a bartender. Of course. Okay. 
And how'd that go? Uh, it went it went about as well as you expected it to. Everyone's pretty so okay. There's there was there were some guys who were giving the girls you know some hard times, and there was a, like a lazy girl that wasn't really doing anything. So yeah. So standard undercover boss fare. Kind of, yeah, there's pretty, not a whole lot of differentiation. I don't use reveal like oh my god. You know, um, the one really nice thing that he did for the one. The one girl, um, she was working at Tilt to Kill. But Got her she, implants? She didn't have any money. Uh, no. Increase her dips? No. Uh, he's paying for her full college and also uh, giving money to her family so that they uh, they don't have to live in like this crappy trailer that they've been living in. And then he gave her implants. No. Uh, I mean, to me, I would think that'd be the one thing you'd you know, hand out to your waitresses. Is, oh, what a better way to increase tips. I mean, think about it. After Emp dies, the crown prince shall take over the handle of Emperor, like his father and his father before them. Did we not establish that we're going to kill him? The Emperor's new necromancer. That's why you need to name me Regent. I would never hurt the heir apparent, (laughs) Emp. Ever. You should name me because I I will totally take care of him. If you know what I mean. You know, I do have a wife, and technically she would be in charge. Women cannot be the Regent. It doesn't happen that way. Game over, which is Adrian Taylor, and also Power Hour with Faryar. Game over, I, I could see. Yeah, I like game yeah, I don't over. see a power hour happening because it means he'd have to prep ahead of time to do something. <laughs> oh, I just took it as I had to drink for an hour. <laughs> I can do that. Sakani, undercover boss so blatantly fake. Well, it's I'm reality sure television. It. You think oh, it's even okay. What do you think is going to happen? It's, the CEO yeah. of Waste Management is going to do an episode. Holy shit, the mafia runs things. <laughs> <laughs> we have no got, idea. We've got to do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> But there's always tears, and hey, I'll help you out by giving you oh. lots of you know money and a better position. And I can't believe that somebody like this has ambitions to be much better, but is so poor and runs a crappy one blah, of my blah, blah, blah. franchises. Yeah, so. Reality television, where's the rape? What? I don't, what? I don't know. So who was phoned? I don't, I don't care. Yeah. We have a lot to get through this evening. I assume we have all of our segments. Yup. Lulu? Yes. Okay, I sent so we have kicked to, to the curb. All right. I, just... <sighs> I brought Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> Segment complete. I'm Segment riding complete. that as far as I can. can. <laughs> Did you see the new Galaxy X4? Did you? Did anybody see the? I know okay. Apple doesn't like it, and they've oh, been bashing it. Oh, it's so awesome. So if I, uh, well, it'll be because my contract's up 2014. So if I can wait that. But of course, by then... By then, the next will be, be out, right. It'll yeah. be great. But it's, man, the, Galaxy the, one, the one thing that I saw that was so cool was that if you're watching a video on it, and I was telling Varier about it, uh, if, you, if your eyes look away from the video, the camera knows that. Not the camera knows that. The phone knows that via the camera. And okay. it'll pause the video automatically. Really? If your eyes look away from the video. What the hell? Which I thought was like, wow, that's almost... That's cool and a little creepy at the same time. Yeah, they were saying that uh, apparently there's a way to hack into, uh, and I just heard this the other day on, I forget what radio show it was, but there's a way to hack into, like smart TVs that have uh, a camera built in, that they got like Skype, and that people, the hackers can actually look at you, watch you through this camera. And apparently they can do it with phones now as well. I, I You know, if they that's want to sit creepy. here and hack they my television have, look uh, at the wall for 24 hours. They also have the same technology that's in remote controls, so feasibly you can make your phone into a easy to... Well, a lot of them do that, where you can control like a receiver with your iPad. I know that's been out there for a little while. Yeah. So. But this one's more like a universal, like it'll work for anything pretty much, instead of having to download like a specific app for like a one specific television kind of thing. Kind of, sort of, whatever. So that's what we're doing. That one. There's lots of these, that. actually. I um, would actually invite that cat. That is a pretty cool cat. 
Someone growling upstairs with their what toilet. What the hell is going on upstairs? I'm listening. I don't hear anything. That's because your ears are dead. Okay, now, now, Do yeah. you hear oh, that? Oh, it's that goddamn sparkly vampire movie. Oh, that's oh, right. Ah, yeah. That's right. I was like, what the? Like, this is how a horror movie started. Like, Lula, go upstairs and check it out. Fuck you. I'm not going <laughs> upstairs. No, that's true because you're, you're the one with the giant, so you're the one that survived and we'll all die. That's, right. that's how it works. Right. And then you'll end up like blood soaked. And... Unless I was a virgin, then I'm meat. Right. I'm gone. Exactly. One second. Tell no, it's the other way around. If you're a virgin, you'd, be, no. you'd make it. It's, no. 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 It's, no. It's the ones who have sex no. that get killed. No, no, it's no. It's the virgin that has sex for the very first time, and right. she's meat. In she's horror gone. movies, right. you got to find that Goldilocks zone. Slut bag, it, it gone as fast right. as possible. Right, yeah, exactly. Virgin never gets the chance to meet a man and touch his penis. Girl that's had sex with two or three guys, but finally found the love of her life, She's in the danger zone because there's love there. Right. But the girl that's, yeah, she had a little fun at college, but she's not really super attached to anything. She's going to be okay. She's golden. Yeah, she'll make it. She's got her head on her shoulders. Yeah. The the, 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 plan. the one where she's a, you know, she's a good girl, only slept around a couple times, but she's in love. See, one of two things is going to She's going to get brutally murdered. No, she'll make it. Boyfriend the boyfriend's going to get oh, murdered. Oh, and she it's gets to watch it. Yeah, oh, she yeah. has to watch Cry it. Right, yeah. And then, and then she runs away. Well, then right. she runs away but in her fucking high heels. But that's why she's in the danger zone, because sometimes she gets her throat cut. True. <laughs> More hashtags after Emp dies. Santa Claus has his revenge. I like uh-huh. that. PepsiCo stock falls. <laughs> Actually, if, if M dies, doesn't Santa Claus already have, have his revenge? revenge? Perhaps he was complicit in my body shutting down. We'll never know. <laughs> Your root beer uh, would plummet. That's Sales right, Saranac. What would they do? I don't know. And Pepsi. Continue to not you probably, sell uh, in Northeast Ohio? Exactly. I, you probably count for about 2% of their whole business. <laughs> I bought 100% some in the state of Ohio. Exactly. So I did see this the other day, and I'm glad uh, uh, Cleo grabbed this for me. This is from Fox News. Uh, Fed spend $1.5 million to study why lesbians are obese. No, now, mind that's you, that's not what it says. Uh, actually, that is the, what it says. To study, the study obese, obese lesbians. lesbians. But if you read it and actually go in it, yes, it, it talks about how why the vast majority of lesbians in the United States are obese. And, of course, you want to figure out why this is. The vast majority of people in America are obese? Yeah. I mean, Gay men are not, are we... apparently. No, well, because they're picking up people lesbians at the gym. Lesbians are obese at a rate far higher yep. than others. It is now well established that women of minority sexual orientation, I don't know why they just can't say lesbians, are disproportionately affected by the obesity epidemic, with nearly three quarters of adult lesbians overweight or obese, compared to half of heterosexual women. Uh, apparently to the grant. The National Institutes of Health awarded a Boston hospital more than $1.5 million of taxpayer funding to figure out why nearly three-quarters of lesbians are overweight, calling the disparities a significant health issue. The taxpayer money was awarded to Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston to study the relationship between sexual orientation and obesity. The project is overseen by some guy I don't care about. I assume it's a guy. The grant was awarded through the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. Ugh. House received a 2011 grant of 778000 and a 2012 grant of another 778000 So, as we hurtle towards sequestration and also a government shutdown, I see we're spending $1.5 million to figure out why obese women can't stop eating. Quote, it is not possible to say how this or any other NIH grant will be affected in the long term beyond the 90% funding levels already in place. 
Obesity is one of the most critical public health issues affecting the U.S. today. Racial and socioeconomic disparities in obesity are receiving increasing attention. However, one area of disparities that is only beginning to be recognized is the striking interplay of gender and sexual orientation. Now, to me, this just means that a stereotype is being reinforced, which is that all lesbian women look like gym coaches, and they're fat. Apparently, that's true. Therefore, gym coaches are fat? Yes. Everyone <laughs> I ever had was. I was just following the logic to its conclusion. Every single one I had. You including learned the lesbian one. Well in By the way, the one I did have in high school, she was lesbian. And so was looked mine. like Roseanne. Our study has high potential for public health impact, not only for sexual minorities, but also for heterosexuals. They're fat because they're not trying to get a guy interested. Right. How that's about why. you don't eat? Well, There's no, an that's idea. That's all they have. No dick, more food. That's, I mean, it's. Okay, well then explain why half of American women are fat. Because they're married. I'm married. I'm not fat. Well... <gasps> wow! Wow! I was dig your own hole. Dig your own hole. Hang on, I'm interested. Let's see. Hang on. Let's let's. Because they're older, they don't have to try as hard. Are you mm. kidding me? Oh, look! You at got them locked children. up. It's you're done. I'm not saying you. I'm saying married women in general. And it says only half of married women are fat. But let's be honest. All right, single girl trying to go out there and get a guy. She's probably going to eat salad or nothing and go to the gym a lot. Ice chips. You've been married 20 years. He's not going anywhere. Because he's you don't probably, have to fucking try as hard. Because he's probably fat, too. Yeah, because he's done. <laughs> it's over. You haven't had sex in five years. All you do is sit on the couch and watch ESPN. She's bitching about the vacuum being broken or whatever the hell. Nobody cares. Let's have some kielbasa. Lulu, Lulu, how tall are you? I'm five foot two. Five foot two. And how much do you weigh? 118 wow. pounds. All right, so you're Bullshit. Actually... You're 118? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it looks about right. Bring down the scale. Okay, during the break, we're going to throw on the scale, and we'll see. <laughs> really? I call shenanigans. I am, this is where I would want to have the camera. I want to see your... your you pick her up and throw her on the scale. <laughs> throw her on the scale! Would you step on there? No. Ladies and gentlemen, so the after yeah, because... dies hashtag may have more no, immediate... Okay, <laughs> so and besides, you can't pick me up with your shitty back anyway. 102-130 is, is A-OK. Well, I can pick you up and just be literally the last thing I would do. <laughs> see, I am like really over because I'm, I'm six. And I'm supposed to be... I think I'm supposed to be like 180. Yeah, like 140, 148 pounds at six foot. And that, I'd be well, that's, you, that's on the low end. I know. I'm just thinking. I'm looking at that saying. I would expect you to be on a commercial, you know, for people to donate money. And one one eighty. So you get food. That's insane. <laughs> so. Sally Struthers is holding yes. up a sandwich in front of you. Is that what you're exactly. going for? Yes. And she's talking like Job of the Hut. Itchy for the children. Scrub says, I say weigh everyone. No, that's good because I don't need to know that. I, I'm well aware that I'm possibly overweight. So that's good. I'm fine. Looks like I actually have to use one of the after dies show names. <laughs> Five foot two, 118 pounds. Sounds healthy, in my opinion. Emp's a fat ass. That's why he's sick with everything. I don't think she's 118. That's all I'm saying. That, that you I, think I'm heavier? I maybe you know, that's what I'm saying. Fuck off. What? Well, I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. But he's going to say it's a bad We thing. may have to rename you. That's right. Trouble Wumba. I'm just, there's other names we really? can call you. Really? You want a what? mirror? That'll be on next week's hashtag. You want a mirror? What should Fat Lulu's name be? <laughs> 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 uh, 
I'm just going to slide out <laughs> of the blast radius. Uh, time to be hitting the old stuff trail. <laughs> Tony Perkins, president of the Family Research Council, said it is disturbing that tax dollars are being used to fund the study, which I agree with. Unfortunately, Tony Perkins is disturbing anyway. Yeah, I don't like the family. When you look at a nation that, okay, that does not invalidate the point he's making. No, he when makes you, a oh good no. point, but we couldn't find a better spokesman than the FRC. When you look at a nation that's $17 trillion in debt, there's a reason. It's because we do frivolous studies that serve no benefit other than to give a special interest group something to talk about. Why are we issuing grants to study things that have no effect on the well-being of the nation as a whole? Case in point, and they were talking about this on the radio, and I looked it up because uh, I, I didn't actually believe it, but apparently it was true. Uh, in 2000, I think 10 or 2011, we gave $85 million to, I think it's the country of Chad in Africa, to teach African men how to clean their uncircumcised penises because they are getting <laughs> infections. We gave them $85 million to them learn how to take a shower. To be fair, Can most of them don't have running water. job that was? <laughs> All right, what I want you to do is slowly peel back the foreskin. Uh, they're going to want to use some hot no, water. No, no. We don't have any hot You're water. You're doing it wrong because they would be in English. It would be, be like... <laughs> it would be like that. If you're gonna if you're gonna make fun of him, at least do it correctly. Little <laughs> <laughs> Rex says, "How can lesbians be fat? All the ones in porn are so pretty." Well, those are the pretty ones. Those, those would be are the twenty five percent that aren't fat, I guess. Well, no, actually, uh, it mainly stuff says they're gay for pay. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fa- I prefer they to don't count. Pay. They're not lesbians. They're mercenaries, and that's fine by me. Indeed. Earn your pay. Earn your pay, whatever. So, all right. Uh, anyways, I just I thought that was funny yet disturbing. So what do we have? We have a bunch of different stuff up here. Which one would we like to go to next? Where is... <clears throat> I'll read this one later, because I thought that was... I, I've heard of this before, but never in depth. I just had heard it in passing in some of my readings. Oh, and he's Irish. Well, there you go. I want to read this one. The Grumpy Cat? Yes. All right. CNN.com's got this. Cat. Go ahead. Oh, me? Yeah, the you unlikely, want to read it. The Unlikely Star of SXSW. South by Southwest. Yes, yeah, South by South. Yes, I understand. It's trying to be nice. <laughs> it's Grumpy Cat. Forget Elon Musk or Al Gore. The biggest star of the South by Southwest Interactive Festival is less than a year old, sleeps all day, and looks like she just swallowed uh, She, interesting. Looks like she just swallowed a hairball. Austin, meet Grumpy Cat. The real-life cat, an internet sensation since photos of her sourpuss face began circulating last fall, has been holding court during South by Southwest at the Mashable House, a temporary lounge run by the tech news site. People have stood for hours in lines, <laughs> snaking around the block <laughs> to get their picture taken with her. I, admit, I don't know that I would wait for... I mean, I'd, I'd wait like an hour. If the line was an hour... You so, waited so an hour to get your picture taken with, with Grumpy uh, Cat? It's an internet You're meme? damn right I would. <laughs> Put that shit on Facebook? All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Grumpy Cat, an 11th-month-old mixed breed whose real name is Tartar Sauce, <laughs> has ignored them all. Mostly she sleeps in a cat bed while fans pass by to pose next to her. Instead of smiling, many of them make pouty faces of their own. Through it all, Grumpy Cat has remained unimpressed. Quote, people keep asking if we sedate her. Is one of her handlers, Brian Bunston, on Sunday. The answer is no. It's been crazy. Yesterday, they were lined up for almost three blocks. Okay, well, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait that long. This is the first official public appearance for Grumpy Cat, who lives with her owner, Tabitha Bunston, in Morristown, Arizona. The cat first gained fame in September when Brian, Tabitha's brother, posted some photos on her on Reddit, the social news site. Quote, it was an accident, said Brian Bunston of the viral stardom that followed. Quote, we thought it would get some laughs with the internet liking cats, and it just kept going. 
Grumpy Cat now has a website that Brian Bunsen says has attracts 1.5 million unique visitors a month. Jesus wow. Christ. Plus a popular Facebook page, YouTube channel, and Twitter account. Jesus. Brian manages her social media pages from his home in Ohio with occasional help from Tabitha, who sends him fresh Grumpy Cat photos every week. They would so. get the cat in the studio. <laughs> I don't mind it, Tabitha says, we're pet celebrity. I'm thrilled to see that my cat brings joy to people and possibly bringing you a paycheck. Until next week when somebody else finds something else interesting. Nah. Like the, the screaming goats. Decline to say exactly how much money they've made off of Grumpy Cat, although Brian says it is in the mid-five figures. Jesus. That's amazing. They're also sensitive to charges that they're exploiting their pet. No. It's sitting in a bed, sleeping, while people stand next to it take a picture. At South by Southwest, they've made her available to the public only for several hours each day, and Tabitha sits close by to make sure no fans get too cozy. But that hasn't stemmed people's enthusiasm for the small cat with the cranky face. Oscar-winning filmmaker Danny Boyle from Slumdog Millionaire was doing an interview a few feet away Saturday, but people crowded past him <laughs> for a glimpse of the cat. What's yep. it got? You know what? I was just thinking. It's got one and a half million unique visitors a month. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Of all the talented people on the Internet who are trying so desperately to, to break out, to get some kind of, of, of recognition for their talents, and a goddamn cat... Because it looks like it's pouting, gets one and a half million visitors a month. I love the internet that those talented schmucks will never ever break into stardom, but some eleven month old cat did, and now it's the. I, I'm sorry, I don't want to jump ahead. Continue. No, no, that's no, okay. Fans have come bearing catnip toys and other gifts. One woman said she came all the way from Australia to see Grumpy Cat. Uh, no lies. I call bullshit. Mashable, a CNN.com content partner, invited the Bunsens and Grumpy Cat to Austin as part of their South by Southwest party space, which celebrates Internet memes. <laughs> the result supports the notion that Internet fame is becoming as potent a force as other types of... I want the screaming goats. That's what they should do next year. I've, I've heard some of those are fake. Are they? I've heard it's... Uh, not all of them, but I've heard that some of them. Oh, are that although, would suck. Although the, uh, this, the scream... Do you like the ones with the songs? Where they, they yeah, we, we were watching this right we before watching. you guys came yeah, in. Yeah, they're hilarious. Uh, quote, there's this great universal quality that Grumpy Cat <laughs> captures, explained Mason Petros... <laughs> who waited in line more than 90 minutes for his 30 seconds with the snoozing kitty. Quote, everybody's got that grumpy moment where they just hate things. The cat just makes me laugh every time. It is now I the spokes, spokes cat for Friskies, actually. Are you kidding me? No, I heard that on Friday, actually. Wait, we'll the click, food? Yes, Friskies cat food. The meow, 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 that one? Uh, I don't, <laughs> yes, that's Friskies, I, yes. I guess, I don't. You got, that's the only cat food to, commercial I no, can remember. Meow Mix is, that, is another one. Fancy oh, Feast. Meow Mix. Yeah. Oh, maybe fancy that's Feast. Fancy Feast. Ah, shit, I don't know what it is. No, no, fan, Fancy Feast remember. is the one where they put that in the crystal goblet. And they ding, that's ding, right. Ding, ding. Yeah. And the Persian cat comes out and eats it. I think cat commercial, and the first thing that comes to my head is that meow, 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 That's Meow Mix. That's Meow Mix. Because they ask for it by name. Oh, yeah, that. Meow Mix, Meow Mix, please deliver. All right. Well, apparently oh, the marketing campaigns cat. have been successful, as you guys know the names and the slogans and everything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Oh, and he's got the hipster nice mustache. Stash. That guy looks like a douchebag. I'm glad to see this. <laughs> I came to... all the way from Australia to see this guy. It's one thing I couldn't figure out today is how many black people are wearing green. Wow, he really is pissed about being <laughs> there. <laughs> she. Oh, she. I, I, right. I didn't realize it was she. Yeah. I thought it was a boy cat, I thought cat it was a boy too. cat, too. Oh, it is a small cat. Just sitting there like, I don't give yeah, a shit. Fuck you guys. Grow up, it's got its own That's tag. That's pretty much what she's doing. <laughs> What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> Fucking hate I, I hate all of you. I'm being exploited, and I don't like it, and I'm not having it. I hate him. <laughs> That's <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Now tell me you would not wait in line like an hour She's to show you a picture so with that. This yeah. fucking cat's got fifty three thousand awesome. Twitter followers. I've got what four hundred. I would even pay like <laughs> up to. It's like I hate your soul. 
I want you to burn for all eternity. That is a seriously grumpy cat. And for all we know, the irony could be it's a very happy cat. It's just it probably is. It pissed. sleeps all day. Why wouldn't you? Be all happy? cats sleep all day. My cat's birthday was yesterday. I'd like to be that girl that was standing right there. Like, What's your job? I handle the grumpy cat. <laughs> <laughs> go around the country and I stand I next am... to it so nobody tries to rape it. That's what I went. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I went to college for. What are, yeah, I went to college for four years for this. Hey, John, I haven't seen you. What are you doing? Security? Really? Cat, for who? Cat. <laughs> Tom Cruise? No. no. Grumpy cat. Grumpy cat. <laughs> Seriously, man. I would actually That's so um, awesome. I would actually have more, you know, um I would think more highly of the grumpy cat handler than I would if they were guarding the Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise handler. Yeah. Well, that's because you have to get gay men for Tom Cruise. That's why. <laughs> and he can't talk about it. Cuz it's like the worst kept secret ever. Weight Watchers court. Oh. Hmm. Yes, Minerva's birthday was yesterday actually. 1 year old, my little girl's growing up. We actually have when her wow. mother was born. So it's is actually, it, yeah. is it weird knowing that your cat probably is going to outlive you? <laughs> <laughs> is that kind of creepy? <laughs> Sad but true. <laughs> Hopefully she'll think of me fondly if she thinks of me at all after I'm gone. Uh, I have a corporal in Texas. He can go interview them on Skype. Well, I, you know, I mean, we just have to wait for them to come to Ohio and then find out where this brother is and have... Or maybe I'll just invite Grumpy Cat to uh, Worldcon. Dick. Hey, right. What's that science go. fiction than a pissed off cat? I don't That's give a, a shit. Point. Once I win, I'll invite whoever the fuck I want. <laughs> In fact, I'll do <laughs> too this late, piss them too late, assholes. Well, I already won. Well, I mean, didn't Robert Heinlein write about a cat? Um, the cat who walked through walls? Yeah, that's true. Well, there you There's go. also that uh, Lillian Braun yeah. chick who writes the, you know. What about that? ABC. Wait a minute. Wasn't no, there no, a movie, of, a Disney movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat from outer space. The Disney movie. Remember what's got the collar? It can move shit. Disney, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Justify. I don't know if anybody myself ever saw it, but yeah, I've been going back and finding all kinds of old movies I saw as a kid. I found Return to Oz. I actually saw that in theaters. I, I remember seeing it in theaters. I remember seeing My it on VHS too. Yeah, and Mary, or Mystic Man. Sorry, boy, <laughs> was that a crappy movie? Right. Uh, could not believe me. So there was so never a sequel shitty. to The Wizard of Oz. I'm like, yes, there was. There was, and nobody liked it at the time. But no. Everybody loves it now. It's still a bomb, and, and it did bomb back then. Too. It did, yeah. But no, it's got a cult following. No, it's become so bad that people remember it fondly from their childhood, saying, "You know what? I'm going to go back and watch this and relive my because childhood." It didn't look and therefore, like the other one, it wasn't supposed to. Because well, I understand it, that other books. It's and they had a good point. It's it's too dark and it is, evil it is for. Kind of, I would say evil, but of, it is kind of dark. It is. It's, it, you know, it's well, they destroyed everything. The Emerald City's gone. The Gilbert Road is destroyed. So, yeah. 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 Grumpy all the, Cat all, starts. All the characters are all, yeah. And well, then, they're all wiped out. And yeah. then, well, the, the, then the only one you see, you see the Scarecrow for five seconds. But he doesn't look like the Scarecrow from the original movie. And that's why. He's, he he looks it, like an actual Scarecrow. And it, that's why they couldn't do that with the, um, uh, with the new movie is because they said you can't have a guy who looks like his Scarecrow. You have to have an actual Scarecrow. That's why you also see the, the stone image of the lion and the, the tin man. Yeah. Yeah, they, the tin woodsman, they don't look anything like they do in the movie because right. they're not allowed to. Warner Brothers said, no, it's our intellectual property. <laughs> I want to thank no one. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is so awesome. Yes, we're watching the uh, – it is pretty small. <laughs> we're watching a uh, thing, a, a video of the Friskies commercial with the Grumpy Cat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's not hard to get a picture of this st- stupid cat. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I dreamed a dream that this, this would, would end. end. <laughs> the Tron oh, guy. Lord. Okay, you know what? The Tron guy shouldn't get anything more because he was already on Tosh.0. That's all you get. Well, no. Remember their uh, their their little lounge thing had all the internet meme people. Right. Those are all the other internet meme people. The Emperor's corpse. Tron yeah, we got that. The Tron guy scares me. I would shoot as well. Him he should or because he's been over. wearing that since like 1982. Oh dear Lord! I would run him over if, if no I was life. to see him. No, which is shame because there's some hot Tron girls I've seen on the internet. Edge, does this mean that Rival Cast will have to sink the level of meme generation to get traffic? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am not above that. No. Not at all. If we, if we come up with a funny meme that everybody loves, you're damn right. I'll we that will shit. whore ourselves out. That's Absolutely. yes. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Not a whore. Listen, expert. All right. <laughs> 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 All right, folks, we've passed the one-hour mark for the uh, Empress Court here, so we're an hour in. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have more articles, plus we have our segments. Don't forget the mailbag, net. Get your questions, comments, opinions in now while you can. Uh, and uh, for those of you who are listening who keep appearing in the wrong channel, we are in Channel Rivalcast, rc.quakenet.org, Channel Rivalcast. Leo, I'm looking at you. Where is everybody? <laughs> I'm back. So and I'm in the wrong channel. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> and it's a couple people of ETL be like, where is everyone? Well, I don't know where you've been. All right, folks, keep it right here. You're listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on RivalCastMedia.com and Versal Productions. VTWProductions.com. I'm your host, The Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. By Varyar. Hello. Who's playing with his laptop. And Lulu. Hey, y'all. So, hey, if you keep playing with that, you're going to go blind. <laughs> so, Varyar, what it was that you were uh, uh, typing at uh, uh, so uh, furiously throughout the break? Oh, uh, I kind of forgot I had another assignment. <laughs> On top of your test, your in-home yeah. test? Your essay and your yeah. in-school test tomorrow? St. Patrick's Day. This is ridiculous. So, what is it you're working on? Uh, I have to design a... Uh, a house, basically. What? A villa. Like Did a you? Roman villa? Yep. Okay. I took another Roman class. I enjoyed the first Did one. Did you really? Which yeah. one is this one? Roman architecture? Uh, no, this is this is more daily life. Okay. Um, as opposed to... The last one was kind of a general overview, history, um, you know, how the city worked, things like that. This uh-huh. is more kind of... The day to day, how did they live type of thing. Got it. It's interesting. I'm enjoying it. But I forgot I had to design their stupid house. You take a couple more classes like that, you're going to have to start minoring in. Uh... No, I'm already minoring in political science. I don't, I don't need another one. Okay. It's a stupid piece of paper anyway. Okay, then. Speaking of Rome, I was showing them the Rome Total War II uh, trailer footage from a few months back, back in October. Which is what reminded me I had to do this. Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> the, it was a, a pre-alpha, what they said, because I believe the game comes out in October of this year. But I was showing them some of the uh, the additions they've made. For those of you who have played the original Rome Total War, uh, it was one of their more successful games, and I thought one of their best because it had the most diversity of any of their games uh, between factions. But this one we were showing, I was showing them combines naval warfare with you know land warfare, where you're landing your triremes and your quintremes and running your troops onto the beach, and then you're assaulting Carthage, and it's very what to do. Lots of of uh, everything's built to scale, lots of description, lots of, you know, it was very in-depth. I like it. I, I just wonder how well it's going to run on a machine. I begin to worry it gets too graphically intense. I suppose you could always turn that down, but you kind of lose something when you do. 
Okay. All right. I agree. <laughs> All right. I didn't know you were looking for comments on that one. No, i just putting it okay. out there. So. Scroll puppy. Carthage. Fuck Carthage. They have elephants, though. That's the claim to fame for the... Carthage must be destroyed. Carthaginians, they had elephants. Then again, in that game, a lot of people had elephants. Numidians had elephants. The Parthians had them. Uh, Carthaginians, the Seleucids. Yeah, but they never really work out for you. No, they don't. It always seems to be more of a hassle than a... In the game, they're much more, you know, they're much more viable than they are in real life. In, in real life, they weren't really worth the money it, it took Trouble? to... Yeah. yeah, put them together. <clears throat> Seleucid Empire's got a bit of everything. They've got Roman legionnaires. They've got Persian cataphract cavalry. They've got Carthaginian elephants. That sounds right in the middle. Right. And they stole from everybody. You think they would have done better in history than they did, but they didn't. So Alexander didn't care. He was the honey badger emperor. Not that he fought Carthage. No, he didn't. He didn't no. fight Rome either. No. That would have been a hell of a showdown, though. Although at the time he was yeah, getting going, Rome, Rome wasn't really... Yeah, Rome wasn't really much of much. No, it was still a republic at that time. Marius hadn't even had his reformations yet. So. No. I didn't even think they had the whole Italian peninsula at that point. Alexander was, what, three 400 B.C.? Like about 330, hmm. 320 B.C.? Would have been interesting to put him, Alexander, against Caesar. But, but, uh, but that was 300 years after the fact. Yeah, I, oh, I see where you're going. <laughs> Sorry. He wants us to do the debate. <sighs> I'm always ready to do that debate. I, I, don't, I don't know that I know as much about Alexander as he knows about Napoleon, but that's about as close as you'll get to that. And what do you know about Caesar? Quite what than what I Wikipedia told me. <laughs> I'm glad that Voyeur, you know, block, blocks time off during his busy week to do his homework during the show of all Can things. Can you spell Vericingetorix? What? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know who Vericingetorix? Wow. I can't even no. say it. Man, I could have I told the Gaul that he fought against. No. Didn't you know, know that. The, the Didn't one that, that he, no. during the, the, the one that, Oh, I'll study before the goddamn debate. <laughs> I hope so. You don't even know who that is. <laughs> nope. Jeez. All I need is give me an hour to read online, and I'll beat your ass. And i got to moderate this. Oh, sorry. yeah, of course. Okay, then. So I was wondering if we should get one of our segments out of the way since uh, you know it's into the second hour now. What do yeah. you think? Well, how about we always start? We always do the uh, haikus first. Let's, we do do the haikus Let's keep first. that going there. So right. Hopefully they're good ones this week. They're, they're always you, good, right? What are, you, what are you trying to say? I don't, I don't see anyone else coming out of the haikus saying, around you see here. Your <laughs> okay, that's kind of a fun Google Doodle. I hadn't seen that before. You never saw the uh, the dancing girls? I, I think no. they're a little creepy with their eyes there. Look at me dancing. <laughs> We're dancing. <sighs> it's only our legs that are moving. Yeah. That's not easy uh, to do. And we never blink. <laughs> never. <laughs> not creepy. There it is. Wrote him today. Wrote him today, I did. About 2.30. Don't you always do it the day of? Absolutely. There's nothing like a deadline to bring out the best of you. There you go. All right. So here are your haikus. Go. For St. Paddy's Day. Unfortunately, nothing Irish is wrong. First one, StarCraft II, Heart of the Swarm. From PC, I think we'll talk about that at some point. It's okay enough. I wish the story was good. All in all, it's meh. Yeah, I was... Again, it's an, it's more of the same. It's just a basic science fiction fair. Yeah, it's nothing. It didn't I mean, add a ton to the bad, game. It's not good. It's just uh, even from a multiplayer standpoint. I I, I just I, I can't get into it. I, I try with the with StarCraft Two. I, I try hard the swarm. I just I can't. I can't. I can't. I just, there it is. The next one is Lego City Undercover for the Wii U. Again with Legos. I try it in true formula. GTA Lego. <laughs> so that's really <laughs> what it is. 
And finally, you run over Lego hookers. And exactly. Get back? All right. And get your Lego money back. And finally, ridiculous fishing. A tale of redemption for the iOS. Brilliant mechanics. Fishing with guns and chainsaws. Why aren't you playing? <laughs> you should see a tale the, of redemption. You should. Yeah, I, I misspelled redemption. Like I said, I was trying to get this. It's fun. Uh, seriously, you should you should see the the video for it. In fact, I would almost want you to do it. All right, it's so hilarious. Let me get right. Well, I'm doing that manly stuff. Watch Fire and Highlander's Troubles with Emperor's Corpse in Weekend at Emperor's. Sulfinus Head Museum. Uh, for those who are playing along, the hashtag is After Emp Dies. The name of the show name. So it's on YouTube, I assume. Oh yeah. All right. What is it called again? Ridiculous fishing. I'm sure at that point you'll probably be fine. There it is, right there. Apparently we've highly had it before. Oh, because I saw because you're logged into me and I've looked for it. Uh, go down a little bit. Oop. No, you don't want the gameplay, Charlie. You just want that. Go down. Well, there's one that I saw where it's the actual gameplay. Um, you go back up a little bit. I think I think you passed over there. Yeah, the fourth one. There. Okay, keep going. We'll go down one this more. One? Go down one more. That's. The by top of dog a good night with three views. All of them are you. I, I must have been. Yeah, I must have more than three <laughs> views. So it's ridiculous fishing, a tale of redemption yes. on YouTube. Now this is this is for the iOS, so obviously it's not superior graphics. It's not intended to be. So there it is. I've seen this. You're you're a little guy in a little boat there. So yes. what? So when you're ready to fish, you drop your anchor. Now the idea is that you don't want to hit the fish right away. So you're actually trying to avoid the fish as the anchor goes down because you're going to pull it back up eventually. So you bring it down as low as you can because the more fish you hit, the, your anchor will eventually stop. Now you have a way that you can, like, you know, corkscrew your way through stuff. And just drill through the and fish? just drill through the fish <laughs> to help you get back down as low as you can go. But eventually, as you'll see, you, you start hitting fish, and then when you hit enough of them, see, there you go. Now it's going to start reversing. Now you want to start catching as many fish as you can and bringing them up to the surface. So you go back and forth. You keep catching some fish. A lot of fish. So no, you see, he catches a lot more than this. Well, that's not the cool part. So he keeps going around, getting more and more fish. With the music all playing backwards, because obviously he's going backward. So he's almost done. So he's just about to the top. And okay, now we're just about ready to go. Now he flings them into the air, and out comes the out comes the guns as you shoot them while they're in the air as they magically turn into money. Yes, friends. And you keep shooting up in the and air. And you just keep shooting higher and higher in the air, and then you discover how much you got in the bag. Lather, rinse, repeat. It's always a machine gun, or is it something else? You can buy upgrades and things like that, you know. Well, that's that's ridiculous fish. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I thought that, and it's only two ninety nine on uh, on the App Store. So I encourage you, if you own an iOS device, give it a whirl. Still haven't heard nothing on the Ouya. What are you doing? I don't know. It's falling. Let it fall. Well, actually, this right here, if you twist that, that will keep it. Ouya comes out for everybody in October. Right, but I remember we we were saying that the if people ordered them early or it was the dev kits or people who ordered them dev early kits. got them in March. Okay, I was, I was looking for anything at this point, and I'm seeing nothing. That's all. Oh, I was pointing it. Out. I looked uh, last week. That's what I saw. Got it. Let's see. Nothing else on the hashtag right now. 
Valve and Capcom announced Resident Evil 6 and Left 4 Dead 2 crossover content. Go what? ahead there, uh, Vire. This is from VentureBeat.com. Oh, okay. Don't say unions don't have a place in the video game industry because it looks like the zombie games are starting to work together. Publisher Capcom and developer Valve are teaming up to mix together their two popular zombie franchises in a promotion called the Resident Evil 6 by Left 4 Dead 2 crossover project. The most creative project name in history. (laughs) (laughs) This campaign will see content from each game pop up in the other this spring. Quote, we're huge Resident Evil fans, so when the opportunity arose to work directly with Capcom to combine L4D2 and RE6, we jumped at it. Valve writer Chet. Are those the new star? Fuzzy guy said in a statement. (laughs) Come on, L4D2. RE6XL4D2, which is the convenient (laughs) shorthand. Very convenient. How convenient. (laughs) We'll bring the four survivors from Left 4 Dead 2 into the PC version of Resident Evil 6. In addition to those survivors, a pair of the special infected L4D2 monsters will transition into Capcom's action game. Going the other way, several Resident Evil 6 zombies will start stalking players in Left 4 Dead 2. Quote, the Resident Evil 6 team really enjoyed working on this crossover, and we're confident that our fans will have a great time with it, too, Capcom producer Japanese guy said. <laughs> we hope you enjoy this unique content. Oh, all right. So there you go. A quick hitter. I don't care. Not a big Left 4 Dead fan, and Resident Evil 6 was a turd, period. It's not out yet. What are you talking about? Right, I'm sorry, Resident Evil 5, the last one. The one they just came out with was out last year. It was awful. The one that you probably never played? No, I actually did play it. I played with Legal Tender, and we both agreed it was awful. Awful. Horrible game. Don't play it. Don't buy it. Cool story, bro. Actually, uh, <laughs> I will say that uh, he did not... I mean, the other one I played. He not did not that. lose any money uh, on his okay. on the game, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it was terrible. And March 28th, 2013, apparently it's when the OUYA is due to go out to, I guess, the developer. Yeah, the Oculus Rift is looking pretty good, too. Looking forward to seeing that come out. Oculus Rift. Yeah, I mentioned I mentioned it on the show. Before. You did. I, it's like it a again? virtual reality thing. Like you put it over, and it like it looks like a giant, huge screen in front of you. You know what? That reminds me of something I did see that you guys I, I thought would really get a kick out of. Let me Webkins. See. New. Yes, Webkins. I'm like you know what? Nothing says the Empress Court like Webkins. No, it, hang on. Skyrim VR. Tell me. Oh, what? I saw this. With the guy and his. There's yeah, a couple. On the, like treadmill. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Where the hell is it? I would be down with that. Damn it. Isn't it just that right there? No, this isn't it. No. I'm trying to think what was the uh Skyrim treadmill thing You're with gonna the go Skyrim other... treadmill? Yeah, just to see what it comes up with. Oh, uh, Omni. Omni. It's the Virtuex Omni. That's the one it so was. So that one there, the uh No, it's right there. It's the yeah, first thing. Down, 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 down. Right. This the one. Third, down, down, this the thing. third that one. one. This one. Nope. That one. That one. Dear Lord. <laughs> yes, it's the Bowflex treadmill. That's what so it is. <laughs> yes. So the guy looks around on his glasses. And apparently if you walk in this thing, you walk forward. Now, for all I know, he could be doing it on the controller. We don't know. Okay, if if this isn't like a senior project for something, this I'm guy sure has it way is. too much time on his hands. Well, there's a lot of people that do this kind of mod stuff, but the guy's wearing a pair of glasses and anywhere he looks or moves his head, that's the way the character looks in Skyrim. And then he's on oh, this, this. This is the very beginning of the game. Right. And then he's on a, I guess it's a treadmill or some kind of pad. Well, it's, an it's like an omni treadmill. Okay. okay. It's an Which means you can. Treadmill. Right. So, and then you, he's wearing a, he's in a, a one of those, it, it's some kind of halo that he wears around it, like a belt. And it keeps him centered. And it's got an arrow showing which direction he's actually facing on the back. So he shoots a wolf with his bow and arrow. 
He looks up, he's looking around, and he starts walking again. This is with the Connect 2, apparently. Now, of course, the next part of that would be you'd actually, instead of just using a controller, like you would actually mimic just the motion that, right. of pulling a bow. and yeah, That would be much more impressive. I, I think we're a little ways away from, from that kind of thing happening. Although, well, in the home, yeah. some guy swinging like a PVC sword with sensors on it. <laughs> oh, yes, you know what, please. They have, As I'm, opposed to a, a little Wii remote? Yeah. That kind of, yeah. As opposed to uh, you know, going to Society for Creative Acronism and having people do that anyway. So very well, it could have been a senior project of some kind or, or some guy who had a lot so. of time in his hands. I don't know. Would you guys buy it if they had it? Was it if they had, well, that, it looks like this is actually a a demonstration for the treadmill. Because if, you, if this is actually Virtuix Omni's YouTube thing. And then they say, Virtuix Omni, Omni treadmill for virtual reality. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto plus this equals real life. What? Now, wouldn't that be something to have Grand Theft Auto? Q&A with nice Peter and Epic Lights. Speaking of which, did you see the new uh, Epic Rap Battle? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I felt the same way. I, I, an interesting couple people that they chose to um, do, which was, what, Nikola Tesla and... Uh, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Yes. So, anyways, I, I just saw that, and I, I immediately thought of you guys like, Dragons! Because it's Skyrim and right. it's, you know... Awesome. So good! Thank you, man, that stuff. The Virtue X, yes. Yes, thank you. Virtuous That's a, Omni. A future um, get it Kickstarter. Right, dickweed. Let's see. March 20, 2013 goes out to Kickstarter backers. Devs already have their units. So I was right. So they do send them out early. Okay. So if you did Kickstart into this thing, you're going to get your unit March 28th. Are the games even out for this thing? No, because the unit's not out yet. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you're going to get your unit on March 28th, and then you're just sitting around waiting for a game? To I'm out, thinking I guess. the games will be I would. I would imagine. Right. You know, rather than speculating, perhaps I should just go look. I just, up until this point, really didn't care enough to pay much attention to the, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, games. It's more fun to speculate, though. It is. <laughs> we just make shit up. We're far yeah. more intelligent. Informal Ouya game count 481 and growing. And this was from February 14th. Right. Well, let's go to the actual website itself, I imagine. I imagine it's going to talk about the console. Ouya TV. The revolution will be televised. Gamers. Da, da, da. And all the games are free to try. Interesting. Hmm. But when do these games come out? We've already lined up some great content from AAA game publishers such as Squeenix and Namco Bandai. Of course Square's going to take a swing at this. they got nothing else going on. Like, shit, why not? Can't do any worse. The prospect of affordable open console. That's an idea I find really exciting. Don't know who that is. Adam Saltzman, semi-secret, the creator of Cannibal. Still don't know who that is. Wow. Adam Saltzman. <laughs> <laughs> if if you go back, there actually I saw a couple things like top ten games you're looking. Like you can look at that one or a top ten Wii games are most looking forward to. Playing. Didn't we do this article? I thought February eleventh. Yeah, we might have top ten games for the Wii. Uh, da, 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 in the U.S. this summer in June to be precise. So. Maybe they kicked it back to October? Oh, yeah. I want to pay $100 for a console with graphics like that. Double Fine Adventure. Well, it's an I- it's Android. What, you know, Shadowrun Online. Let's see what else we got. Human Element Prequel. How about that? That looks pretty good. All right. It's this looks like a little a puzzle game thing. Maybe. Right Oro. Now. Super Retro Squad. With 
<clears throat> Mario and Luigi, kind of, and a Link kind of looking guy, and somebody that looks kind of like Goku, and dude from Contra, and possibly Mega Man. Uh, in terms of credentials, Super Retro Squad's development or squad both played plenty was behind Super Mario Brothers crossover, a game in which you can play through the whole of Super Mario Brothers with multiple different Nintendo characters. Okay. Steam Bandits Outpost. Kind of reminds me of um, Razor. Legends, Legends of Ethereus. All right. Kaiju Combat. There's one for you. All right. Godzilla vs. Things. Ever wonder who would win in a fight between Godzilla and Cthulhu? Godzilla. Uh, I put money on Cthulhu. Other playable beasts on the Kaiju Combat menu are Gamera. No shit. Ultraman. Ultraman. Zone Fighter. All and right. a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from oh, Ghostbusters. Awesome. Would you okay. shout 100 bucks to play as a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man to beat down uh, Godzilla? It, it would give me pause to think about it. Kitaru. Don't know what that is. You're making an awful face over there, Varyar. I'm just, I, I wouldn't pay money for this. Saturday morning RPG <laughs> by the Mighty <laughs> Rabbit Studio. I don't know. It's like some guy in a My Little Pony or a cat or some goddamn thing. And some dude in street clothes doing a um, I'm, super sign. If I had to take a guess, I would say that there was Skeletor. That doesn't I really look at no. Skeletor well, at all. Oh, it, it, it says Saturday morning RPG, so I'm assuming that's the He-Man. If you but like, I don't know who that other guy is, though. Japanese RPGs and popular culture from the 80s. Oh, could be. That, all right. Okay, in a review. Well, if we read the review, maybe it'll say who they all are. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 some point. These are uh, different games. Yeah, they, no, wait, you passed it up. I, I, I don't know how it. you miss all that. Uh, all the big cultural landmarks are referenced at some point. Transformers, Back to the Future, He-Man, and even the 1989 Hollywood flop, The Wizard. <laughs> oh, I saw that in Lord. theaters. You did? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was a two-hour commercial well, for Mario Brothers 3. I was literally three. just yeah. about to say, it was like, like sitting through a two-hour Nintendo commercial. I wanted that game when I got home because I'm like, I've never seen this Mario game. Where is? What is this? Where can I find this? Uh, turn-based battle sequences feel like Final Fantasy fueled by several cans of Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. It stands out thanks to the deep level of interaction. Zany humor, gripping battle system, seemingly endless collection of 80s tributes. That's right up my alley. So then there's a, I guess it's a Cabbage Patch for- Dolls, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I've played that. I think I actually played that in the arcade. So you have to walk around with your finger with the guy? No, this is for the old... This, this is for the actual... Not yeah, the, like for, for iOS. Okay. Yeah. So this game is out already then, or... And it looks like they did like a revamped version of it for, okay. uh, for the Ouya. I, in the meanwhile, I'm looking at the girl with the nice boobs. Yeah, the bleeding over. Kind of over. It is kind of like... With, uh, the, uh, with the tan line there, very, very not well at. done. Yeah, it's hard to... I know. Oh, shit, we're watching a video? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oops. And you scratch something off for some reason, then it's you and your fighting and sniff, dude. Cobra Commander. So, uh, so apparently he's just a normal guy. It's not he's not actually from anything. So is is, is that guy from Cobra right there? Is that who it that's is? That's kind of like. what I get. Now, of course, there might be copyright issues involved. Well, that's which, why he's not actually right. Cobra. That's what I'm saying. I thought it's Cobra Blitz. Commander, he's from right? Viper, you know, or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra with two R's, exactly. I see. So now he's got it. Now, now Power he's doing Grey Skull. Well, he's either that or he's doing Moonwalker. He's probably doing Power Grey Skull though. Now there's two Cobra Commanders. Okay. All right. So he's okay. You have to block and then 
I've heard that line before. Yes. Huh, oh, wonder where. I don't hits know. him with a window? With I can't quite read because it's going so fast. <laughs> Plus, all, all this dead air going for everyone else right. is really making it interesting for them. Well, then they should be looking at this shit, too. Well, once we get the Twitch TV thing up and running, yeah. you know, it'll be easier because they'll be so, so easy. It looks all interesting. Right, let's, it's one battle against... I want to see other battles against other people. But not to mention it, maybe there was Skeletor then. I... It I don't know. Look that, like that's just, I've ever that's seen, just my but, guess. I don't know. Because obviously you can't make it exact like Skeletor. Right, but you very well could be right. Yeah. I, I guess. And I guess he is kind of like a skeleton looking dude. Now, yeah. So. Well, and he has the little staff, you know, that wasn't. I don't skeleton. know. You know how long it's been since I've seen He Man? I don't even remember if he had a staff. I remember he was a skeleton. Skeleton has staff. Kind of like a mummy. Yeah, he had a staff. That's that was one of my it. favorite shows of all time. He Man? Yeah, absolutely. That surprised me not at all. Because, because of the dude's name. Yes. Okay. Dude turns into He Man. I think it's just because there's. Yeah. Dude. Shira was That's better my than name. He-Man. Okay. Shira was better than He-Man. This is, this is, of course, where we would play the sounder, but... If we had you know it. how old I, that sounder I, is? Yeah, I know. I pulled it I out there. I don't even know if we have it still. I, I've, you're going to make me look, aren't you? <laughs> is, is, it, is it on the sound effect thing? Or did you actually no, it it's, I actually have... I think we... I rotate out the sound effects that we don't use. We don't do use... Do you really? I, I, never, I thought you always just kept them where they were. No, I, I do rotate a few more. We have tons of sound effects that I never actually use. Uh, I guess it would be under S... Well, these are the sound effects we are using. Going to be under old stuff pre-production. pre-production. I actually have a folder of stuff that we don't use. Old stuff that might be it. I just don't. Remember <laughs> what, I don't remember the <laughs> shit. All, I, I got it's so much stuff. Not my remember. computer. I'm just guessing. Let's see. She uh, bitch sucked stings. Sucked MLS. gas. No RKO recording. Oh, I remember that. Prehistoric bitch. No, I guess I don't. Willy Wonka wrong. Oh, we don't we, we don't use that anymore. That's such a great sounder. I believe we've got it on the other machine. It might be on Whopper. Maybe okay. it's on. Do not fuck with us. Yeah. So I guess I don't have it. So there. honestly, a third of those are Bender and uh, Duke Nukem. From what it looks like, there's a lot of brain. That's true. Yeah. Pinky the brain. All right. That is not what I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to know what you thought of? Uh, probably, probably not. not. Probably not. Google to shut reader web feed application. Users vent. Yeah, I've heard some people bitch about this. Reuters.com has this one. Go ahead, Lulu, if you could take the beer out of your mouth for a minute. Oh, I'm sorry, you're drinking pop now. You're going to polish off your beer. Alcoholic. Well done, because you've talked so much. Take it out of your mouth and let's do this. Still want to tell me that you're 118 <laughs> pounds? You've been shoving beer and shit down your gullet all the show? Do, read. Highlander. Go look at the car. Read. Read. It's time to I, go. Earn your goddamn sick. keep. Reuters.com. Go ahead. Right here. I'll, here, I'll help you. Google. If only we had cameras. Go, go. Well, we don't. So only we had Google. A lot of dead air. Come on. Google Inc. said it will shut. Stop it. Are you going to do this again like you did last week? If you don't, hurry up. Jesus. Google Inc. said it will shut Google Reader on July 1st, citing declining usage for the application that compiles content served by web feeds as it forges ahead with its strategy to focus on fewer products that have more impact. Google Reader aggregates feeds in RSS, a format for creating streams from changing web content, and makes it easy for people to discover websites of interest and keep tabs on them. But the service has become less compelling in recent years with the growing popularity of Twitter. Google said there were two simple reasons for closing the service, which was launched in 2005. 
Usage of Google Reader has declined, and as a company, we are pouring all of our energy into fewer products. They have $138 billion in cash on hand. I Go ahead. <clears throat> that must be nice. It, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Google declined to comment beyond the blog post. Uh, these moves support our general thesis that management is disciplined in its capital allocation efforts, Morningstar analyst Rick Summer said, adding that none of these closures will affect his forecast or fair value estimate on Google stock. Nobody cares. Uh, yeah. I don't have Google. It's 800 bucks a stock. 800 bucks a share. Wow. I don't know of anybody who has Google stock. Wish I did, but <laughs> I don't know of anybody. You would have had to have gotten in the ground floor on that one. Google has not disclosed the number of Google readers, Google Reader users, blah, blah, blah. but irate users of the doomed app looked to t- took to Twitter on Thursday oh, to bed the. the, the. That's very ironic. <laughs> yes. Wow, took to tr- Twitter. Okay, we're gonna move All on. Right, we're, right, done. we're killing this. We're one. done. All right. Yes. So reading, can't even talk. Apparently, reading is the second best thing that you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I think it's funny that uh, Google Reader shutting down. I'm going to Twitter and telling people. Fuck about. all of you! I hate Google. Yeah. Uh, so, Tyler, you do more Google stuff than, than I don't anybody use I know. Reader. No, I, I use Twitter. Right. Okay. Nobody uses Google Reader. So then this isn't a great shot. They're going to go ahead and, and get rid of something that you know that they, nobody uses. No one's going to. Everyone will forget about it in a month. Looking at these North Koreans over here. Oh, they're so funny. Did you see that one video that they made recently about uh, life in the United States? Oh, did did you see? Are you talking about the one about Paris Hilton and all that? Uh, it's the one where they say that uh, we live in tents and we eat snow. No, and we no, beat I'm, our children. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the one. That actually, I was. It was actually kind of scary because they actually kind of nailed it. Uh, talking about uh, the, the the decadent West and the show Paris Hilton. Talk about what a spoiled bitch she is. <laughs> I did not. Like, see wow, that I can't argue with the North Koreans on that one. <laughs> No, but I, I did see a, a part of this. I guess it's a full feature-length film, although I don't know who in North Korea has the electricity to see it. Uh-oh, Kalilu uses Google Reader. I use Google Reader for the show articles. It's irritating that I have to switch. Virek says, I use Google Reader all the time. Don't know what I'm going to do that it's leaving. Now that it's leaving. Yes, I saw that. So who cares? It, you'll find something else. It's Google. I, I'm sure that... Shit. I, having never used it, I don't know what you'd use to replace it. I guess Twitter would be the thing since that's what it says is replacing it. Hunter, didn't Dean cut off Paris Hilton's head? Huh? Are, are you talking about that episode of Supernatural? There is an episode of Supernatural where a demon takes the form of Paris Hilton and it's played by Paris Hilton. Oh. Well, I'm glad she's Does keeping busy. They kill her. Yes. Oh, okay. That's their job. It's it's you know. Have you ever seen Supernatural? No. It's okay. It's it's a CW show, so yeah. Eh. So it's that kind of you know. That kind of thing. Wait, what is? I mean, what is Supernatural? They kill demons. Basically, it, imagine like like Ghostbusters, but it's like a hip, young, cool version. Yeah, it's so, two brothers. They, so it's like streams. two brothers, and they go around and imagine like uh, like a cross between Scooby Doo and Ghostbusters. So they, they like go around the country solving mysteries. That sounds and, gay as fuck. So anyway, the one the van the, the, and a dog. The one episode, the demon, they uh, the demon. I'm trying to remember it. They it like feeds off of like fame and attention. So it <laughs> takes the form of Paris Hilton, the biggest attention whore in the world. Exactly. That makes sense. So it's played by Paris Hilton too. So <laughs> it, so it's kind of weird because Paris Hilton kind of like makes fun of herself during the whole episode. It's sort of like a. Do you think she got the jokes? Probably not. No, okay. it's Paris Hilton after all. Oh, to be fair, I have not heard her name in quite some time. 
no. I'm sure she's doing something that I she, will never hear about. She but. gets paid to show up at your party. I have heard people like that. No, don't laugh. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Don't no. laugh. I, I, it's like it's like yes. twenty five. If I yes. remember correctly, it's like twenty five grand. People are paying her, and she will show like, up really? to your party. Yes. <laughs> the reason I found that out is because I found out that you know the 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 dumb idiot from Pawn Stars. What's his name? The the big Chumley. Chumley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. has a business where that is what he does. You pay him, and he shows up at your party. Yeah, he. Can't I thought be that as was stupid. I thought that was the portrait. dumbest thing I ever heard. So I started looking it up, and apparently. There are a lot of people that are like Z-list yep. of celebrities where if you pay them, they will show oh, up to your party. Oh, it's not just that. There are some Paris celebrities. Uh, uh, Lopez. What the hell is her name? The singer. Oh, God. Jennifer Lopez? Thank you. My mind just went completely She blank. does that? 250 grand. She will appear at any party that you or any uh, event that you have for 250 grand. Doesn't, she will interact with some people, and there are extreme limits to what she will do. But I remember reading about this for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. She will show up at your event. Wow! One of uh, one of our uh, bid committee members really wanted Johnny Depp show up to our WorldCon. We tried to explain to her that that was stupid. But as what? What would he show up as? As Johnny Depp. Okay, because he's done so much science fiction. Exactly. But we're like, okay, we'll look it up for the hell of it. Twenty thousand dollars for one hour. One for hour. Johnny Depp. That's one not hour. Uh, you have to you know fly him in first class and everything. You have to provide two bodyguards. Um, you have to provide? Okay. You have to provide two bodyguards, and there was some food requirement that he had to have on hand if he wanted it. 20 grand, not bad for Johnny Depp. Yes. For one hour. You'll show up and do your th- do your event for one hour. <laughs> Can you come out Can to our convention? Can we be best friends? <laughs> <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> this is what my mom got me for my birthday. I think it's kind of interesting that uh, for two hundred fifty thousand, I want Michael Jackson. Go dig that shit really? up, Brick. <laughs> Prop that <laughs> son of a bitch up. I, I want that skeleton moonwalking across my dance floor for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. This is my sweet sixteen, and I demand Michael Jackson. I don't care if it's black or white. I've got green. Make a moonwalk. Uh, nice. So from Dorkly.com, the eight things gamers want, according to Dorkly.com. I don't won't go into in depth, but apparently number one is. No more zombie games. Which is ironic because the second one is, is more, more zombie, zombie games. games. Uh, yeah, they don't want any of the, apparently the... So they, they just have to be good zombie games. Yes. Right. They don't want Resident Evil is creatively sapped. Dead Island was a bore and too many games are lazily coming back to, to the same old ideas. So we want something like Left 4 Dead 2. For or instance. The Walking Day-Z, Dead. Right? The Walking Dead was good. Number three, cutting edge graphics. I think that kind of goes... <laughs> I don't accept the next one is simple old, old school, school graphics. graphics. So I, I kind of see a pattern of what's going on here. Uh, Gamers yeah. don't know what they want. Creative Studios to work on original invented titles instead of sequels and Half Life Three. Half Life Three. For video games to be recognized as art and the ability to control boobs in video games, which already oh, wait, happened. hold on, uh, click the link. <laughs> it says it's already. Okay, exists. now this is the most interest know. I've seen out of him since he started doing this project. <laughs> Latest left, latest Dead or Alive 5 patch brings enhanced boob control from Kotaku.com, of course. Just because Team Ninja, the developers behind Dead or Alive, are all out of fucks to give about releasing hypersexualized games, that doesn't mean they're not updating Dead or Alive 5. The latest update sneaks in, wait for it, a breast-jiggling <laughs> Easter egg. Shocking. Uh. Spotted by GameFAQs, patch 1.03A for the PlayStation 3 version gives you the ability to perform the boob shake feature. 
by moving your PlayStation 3 controller up and down. The result is gravity-defying breasts. Somebody decided to make an entire six-minute video of the feature. Click it. Yeah, there's a click it. Click it. I see lots of clicking going on here from one to the other. All right. Oh, you don't have to watch all six nope. minutes. Just find I, the jiggly part. Yes. <laughs> it's in Japanese. So naturally, a Japanese guy did this first. No. I don't know. It's in I some gook that. language. Moving on. <laughs> wow. That's Japanese, actually. Sure it is. I don't care. Hey, I took Japanese. Oh, she's wearing glasses while she's playing volleyball. Oh, so is the other chick. Yes, the Japanese love. Oh, dear that's, Lord. That's, that's, that's the American chick. That's Tina. That's, okay. That's uh, the... Okay, yeah. so I, 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 I don't need to see his boobs going. No, no, no. Oh. All right. Okay, so she's striking a pose, but I don't see any jiggling boobs. Nothing's happening. Well, I don't Dance, know. I'm afraid to jump ahead in case we missed that part. All right, she's just kind of rotating. This is probably kinda... the part where he's fapping right now. He's got to put the controller down. <laughs> All right, so now we're staring at her. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, okay, I guess. They're dancing. Wow, you really can. That is. <laughs> this is the future of influence. Truly, truly, this is the pinnacle of human achievement. Ladies the and wheel. <laughs> the printing press. Landing a man on the moon. And jiggling boobs for Dead or Alive 5. <laughs> Truly, we have reached the apex of human evolution, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens when you take a dual shock and put it inside of a breast implant. And, and, you, this can, is what and you can change the perspective because we were looking yes, you at can. her full now, on and now we're looking down her. Right. Now, I guarantee this is, oh, good, this is coming uh, to a plastic surgeon near you, folks, within the next few years, is you'll be able to have these implanted in you and then give a controller to your boyfriend or significant other for them to control. <laughs> Oh, Your assets to their own <laughs> pleasure. All right, so we're goddamn. That was funny. All right, so the eight things gamers want. We already got that one. Nice. Human civilization has reached its pinnacle. Yes, like I said. <laughs> yep. Very well done. It's all downhill from here. Six minutes long is perfectly timed. Yes, it is. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Another EC t-shirt. Just find the jiggling part. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she gets paid. To, oh, this is back to the uh, P- Paris Hilton thing. Epic lurker. She gets paid to do nothing while we work our asses off for less. Makes you wonder who the idiot really is. Mm. You know what? She wouldn't be a socialite that anybody gave a shit about if you didn't pay attention to it. The problem is there's too many brain-dead people out there who care what some blonde bimbo is doing with her life. Okay, according to him, says, no, it t- uh, the demon takes the form of the person people idolize and then sucks them dry or something and leaves their seat in their corpse. All right, I didn't really, you know. That sounds dirty as I well. didn't really watch the whole episode, <laughs> just like highlights of it. That's terrible. So. It's supernatural. It's, uh... No, I mean, it sounds like porn. I guess towards the end it does when you, the, yeah. you and then they shovel watch your husk and leave your seed grid. in front of them. Hydra, I got this one for you from telegraph.co.uk. Okay. About investors in China. Here, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll save you the time and ruin it for you. Okay. Nobody wants to invest in China because they think within the next five years there's going to be a social revolution and the, shit, the country's going to go to shit. Well, the the countries, end. countries are already going to shit right now, i got to tell you. Well, they think it's going to go even worse because they think that – and this is what I said years ago. And look, anyone, anybody other than you – You're before your time. Can say, I said, in our lifetime, we will see a massive revolution Profit. in China because people are going to look around saying, why is it that these people are getting all the money? There's all this money coming to China, but I'm not getting any of it. Fuck this. Well, the, the other reason a lot of things are going bad in China is because they're, they're building more than they should be. 
Like there's I've I've seen right. I've I've seen like uh, broadcast reports. They've they're building entire cities. Yes, they are. There's nobody empty. living. There's in nobody them. there. They're building giant malls. They're building these apartment buildings, and they're very nice. But nobody can afford them. I'm trying to remember the name. And nobody what? lives in them. They so had one city. And they just keep building and building and building and building. And it's going to come to a point where they're going to get fucked. Happened to Ireland. Because, That's you know, what, what triggered their collapse was they had, they had a, a land bar, a bubble that burst. They built and built and built and built and built because they were making so much money off the Celtic Tiger. And then, bam, nobody moved into the houses. Nobody moved into the cities. So they had all these houses and all these buildings they built, and they're stuck with them. Same thing in China. To his yes. point, I remember reading this a couple years ago about, I forget what the name of the city was, like Guangxing or something. And they built, you know, apartment building after apartment building with skyscrapers and, and yes. just out in the middle of nowhere and built an entire city. Nobody is. They're expecting, that. you know, 15 million people within a couple of years. And there's 30,000 living in the city. It's crazy. It's a ghost town. The, the largest mall in the world is in China. And if I remember correctly, there's like two stores that are in it. The largest mall in the world. Two stores. It's crazy. What are they planning for the next billion? Well, they I mean, expect everybody to move out of. They're the, expecting everyone to cities. move out of, like everyone move out of the rice paddies and move into the cities. But nobody's doing that, right? Why? Yeah, no. Well, because they it's such a booming economy because people are moving all their shit over there. That's what they assumed. Well, and this this article goes on to state how that's slowing down, where people are are no longer taking a chance in investing in China because one, because of the of the blatant copyright infringement. And they copy and give their material. Yes. Two, the workmanship is very shoddy at best, although it's cheap. You get what you pay for. And the third thing is, and that's what this one brings up, and a couple of guys from the British Parliament and all these big-time investors, including this guy with this huge hedge fund over there, says, look, I'm not going to sink any more money into it because all the trends show me that this thing is headed in a very bad way. So you think they're going to go back to, like, Actual communism. Well, no, they're talking or? like French Revolution type thing. Oh, okay. So like off with gonna... all their heads. Got not it, American it, Revolution, it. not you know Russian, but kill them all. We want our share. I see. Okay. And I don't blame them. Look, that's exactly what happens. You know, you have a middle class, although it's growing. You still have the vast majority of, of you know two billion people are yeah. poor. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Lulu just found the model. Yeah, New South China Mall. I mean, who the hell build, builds the biggest mall in the world where no one is going to be? No, and I, I remember watching it was it was a BBC episode of like the news or something, and like they literally the camera crew walked around for hours and saw no one. Yeah, what is no one? Is... Not even people like cleaning. Just no one. It says there's there's uh, one thousand plus empty retail spaces as of February 2010. Jesus That's Christ! Crazy. Yeah. That's why I think they're going to be fucked. Well, that's because they, they're fucked because at base they have some bastard system that's a, high, a weird combination of communism and crony capitalism. That's the other thing is corruption they mentioned. Yeah. It's the it's sheer amount of money it takes to get anything going because yeah. of all the corrupt, corruption in the bureaucracy. You have to bribe this guy and that guy and, and this official and this contractor and this landholder and well, that's, this official. Uh, look, and, that's the inevitable end result of that retarded system I just mentioned that they've set up there. You've got a combination of communism and crony capitalism. It's a recipe for just stagnation and corruption. Well, and the other thing they go out to point out in this, this article is that you have a generation now that has escaped and gotten outside of the blanket and umbrella that the communist government has put on them, meaning that they have figured out ways to get around the great firewall of China and to, onto social media, or they've been educated overseas or in you know, uh, South Korea or Japan or the United States. And so they've learned to find out what things really are outside of the borders of China. And that is what's going to trigger this this revolution is these young people coming back home saying, this place sucks. Outside of Hong Kong, it's a shithole. I don't want to have a one-room apartment in the middle of nowhere that costs me a fortune so I can work in a factory for 10 cents an hour. 
with you know horrible pollution, no clean water, yeah. and being watched by everything I do and everywhere I go. And you know, not to get on soapbox, but nor should they. They shouldn't have to you know live like that. No, they shouldn't. And and that's what what these people are are speculating is going to happen. Is this giant revolution is going to happen? But one that is a more Western democratic slash capitalist type thing. Now, I'm not going to go so far as to go in that. If anybody's read the the history of China, democracy is not something that's going to take hold there. I don't care if it is the younger generations going overseas and being educated, you know, because those are still a very small minority, the amount of people in China in that same generation. All right. These are people that are have been subservient to one form of government or another, one kind of, of ruler or another since time immemorial, since, you know, 2000 B.C. They're not going to throw off the shackles and say, hey, let's go vote for people. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Now, I can see another hybrid coming out of this, but the bottom line is that thing's going up in flames, and it will happen in our lifetime, which would be great for us. India is the true way. Really? Yes. What do you think going to end up having to clean that mess up? Well, by that time, we'll be too broke to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, that's a very good It'll point be because, India. I mean— that's the a lot of the the emerging nations were supposed to be the brick nations. They were the ones that were supposed to step up as we step down a little bit. Well, Brazil's a shithole. Yes, Russia is got no momentum. Russia's They're sliding, backwards. sliding backwards. They're fucked. Yes, China. It looks like they're fucked. India can't find their ass. Can't tell the difference between their ass and a hole in the ground. India is the one I would worry about. Well, India's the one anybody. I would worry about. But until they get rid of the caste system, and oops, they're sliding backwards there again. Uh, until they get rid of the caste system, they have no way to really efficiently use all of that untapped manpower. Their human capital blows, and they're making no effort to improve it. Because, again, you're fighting against thousands of years of tradition. That doesn't happen overnight. Now, you have a situation in both countries where you have people that never had money now having it. With money, with comes money comes power. Now, in India, you can go ahead and flex that because it is a democracy, and, and you can take the steps to do that. The caste system is still there to keep you down. I know. Quotation marks is what Vire is doing. You have a better chance of making it in India than you do, say, in China. Oh, I agree yeah, with for that. For the same yeah. reason. All right? And, and China, as long as you're not one of the untouchables. Right. Now, in China, you have something that's inflating with money. I mean, they are very quickly becoming the largest economy. They're going to overtake us, I would assume, within the next 10 years, if they haven't already. I don't think they have. Within the next few years. But, again, you're just pumping fuel into a giant balloon, and when it bursts, it's going to catch on fire. And the only question is what comes out of it. Do you come out with it with a, a country whole that's, that's now forged into something much better? Or does it break apart? And somebody just mentioned in IRC, can't we just split China into smaller states? That's never happened before. With all the revolutions they've had, all the civil wars, it's never happened. I mean, they've broken up into different dynasties and different chunks. You know, we've had the yeah, three were, kingdoms and the 12 there kingdoms. There were different states before. Since the Ming Dynasty, you haven't had it. Oh, no, okay, the, since that. Okay. Within the last... Six, seven, eight hundred years. Right. Uh, up until it was unified, going back into ancient times, into antiqu- antiquity, yes, that happened. Everybody had the same issue. It, since, I'd say, a thousand, you know, AD and forward, not really. I don't think you can. I, I suppose it's po- anything's possible. But I and, imagine, how do, and how does that solve their problem, though? That doesn't, I don't know that, that doesn't it does. Do anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't that know that it does. doesn't solve their problems. Who knows so, what will happen? Well, and that's what this entire supposedly all of South America is going to unify into one giant thing, which they're already working on right now. Except for so, Brazil. So who knows? No, no, Brazil because they don't have a you know same. Language. No, Brazil is part of it. I don't care. It's still a dump. so who knows no, what happens? It's happen. still a dump. It's still South America. No offense, guys. I mean, you guys I'm make great saying. strides. But it's still a shithole. Mexico. Oh, no, that's the Central America. No. No, that's North America. Actually, I'm sorry. Yeah. Can we can we give them to South America? Slave what? quarters. <laughs> I just want to show you. Yeah. The house is coming along nicely. And you've put slave. Well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's Rome, so 
Oh, no, this is my future house. <laughs> okay. So which one's Highlanders? No, Sakani's going to live in this one. No, oh, it's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> important so, to keep the chattel away from the actual... The boxer right. rebellion had the country split it between different warlords. Nice people. No. Got here. it. So that's the, the, that's the courtyard right there? Indeed. Uh, they were not split. Or do you have your strong? You have your strong box right in the front. Are you gonna have Sakani sleep on top of it to make sure nobody steals it. No, he's over in the corner. I don't he want him near even... the good people. Oh, okay, okay. He probably doesn't even have access to a toilet the way you're building it. No, neither will. <laughs> he goes outside. Yeah. <laughs> no, was... you know, you know who else goes outside? <laughs> Matt Damon. Really? What? Did you hear about that? No. It's Matt Damon. I'm not surprised. He, uh, he has said he will not use a toilet oh, until yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Until the water crisis has been... Uh, what water crisis? Water, what we water crisis? We had it on the show. Yeah, Did you we? haven't heard about... Yeah, there's, there's a shortage of fresh, clean water. Where? In not the state here. of California, I've not heard. Not here, but, but like in the rest of the world, people are having a really hard time. Oh, okay. So Matt Damon's joke. not going to shit no, the toilet until... Wait, that's yeah. real? Yes. yes. That's real. Holy crap. Yes, that's real. That's <laughs> I bet he's a lot of fun to have at parties. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, where's your hole? What? I gotta go. Where's your hole? He should have got a uh, paper We have a bag. toilet. <laughs> no, no, man. It's $20,000 for me to show up at your party. Where's I'm your hole? I'm assuming he would use like a compound. It's on the rider, man. I see you can have a hole in the ground. For twenty grand, it show up to your party. You gotta have two bodyguards and a hole in the ground. Sorry, Matt. Our bad. I like yeah, how Sakani is like... What the fuck? I am not Mexican. Like, he's very... He's like, I'm being very serious. Do not call me Mexican. <laughs> I love that. All right. What was that? Was I don't know. It? Okay. Did, I, I, it wasn't just me that heard that, right? No, I no, heard, I heard phone it. Noise. Yeah. All right. Uh, do your, uh, yeah, we'll, let's get this one, and then we'll, uh, All right. we'll do Kick to the Curb. Uh, a mailbag's... What? What? Oh, you have some updates going on. So you're going to have to do that the rest of the show. Later. <laughs> uh, send your questions, comments, opinions into Emperor1G at Cox.net. I imagine Sakani now has something to say about this. Uh, this is from io9.com. I've heard of this before in passing, but I never actually read it into it in depth. Uh, the insane plan to rescue Napoleon from St. Helena using a submarine. Uh, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, this is, of course, was plotted for by an Irishman. Back in the early 19th century, an Irish adventurer and smuggler named John, I'm sorry, Tom Johnson hatched a plot to rescue the exiled Napoleon from his island prison on St. Helena. But to do so, he would need to approach the heavily guarded island with extreme caution. That's when he decided to design his very own submarine decades before the invention of the first practical underwater vessel. And now I'll save some time because I've already read this and I will paraphrase. Essentially what it was, this Irishman comes up with the idea. He's going to go ahead and invent this thing called the Etna. A 40-foot-long submarine powered by 34 men, including torpedoes. They would use this to approach, at night, uh, the what? island of St. Helena. I'm sorry. Go back to the torpedoes part. Were they worried about U-boats? They were worried about <laughs> British man-of-wars that guarded the They island. were worried about the Germans breaking the uh, Enigma codes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they had torpedoes. They would be armed with them. Okay. And they believed that they could dispatch any ship within 15 minutes using these torpedoes. I wouldn't put it past them. So they were supposed to uh, land on the beach... Then they would, he would go alone. He would climb up the, the steep cliffs and go to Longwood Estate where Napoleon was. He would then convince Napoleon to come with him into a submarine using a chair that they were then lowered down by rope from the top of this, of this cliff. They would then smuggle him on board and then take him either to the United States or to South America where some of his men were, had actually hoped to build a Napoleonic empire. 
Anyways, they believe that they would have been able to convince him. Then this thing has masts, which you can actually set up like a normal sailing ship. In the event that they would be uh, spotted by any you know British uh, soldiers or British naval, naval vessels, they would then take it apart and they would submerge. Within 40 minutes, they could take all the masts down and the yard arms and all that and then submerge and float away if they didn't have to torpedo any ships on the way. That was the plan. However, it, you know, then it goes on. It has actually all these different uh, notes from the guy himself. You know, there's Tom Johnson, who uh, it was his idea. And then it goes on to mention, and the author points this out and very accurately, that Napoleon probably wouldn't have gone for it because Napoleon was, was above that kind of thing because he had the option of sneaking out of France after the 100 days failed, and he said no. The original plan was to smuggle him inside of a rum barrel. They would stick him in a, a barrel of, of emptied rum, and then they'd put him on a boat and then sail him out of Europe. And he said, fuck that. I'm the emperor of the French. I'm going out on my own. And that's when he went to a British ship and you know declared himself that, hey, I'm Napoleon. I guess you got to take me prisoner. And they go on to say that, you know, given the option, he would have been all for it had they invaded St. Helena and he, he left on his own. But he would have not have gone in the middle of the night on a submarine to sneak away, you know, from the island. It's because he's not a goddamn pussy. And that's basically what he says. <laughs> if he left St. Helena, he would have do it with his head on his head and his sword at his side as we fitted his status. And that's true. And it, then it goes on to show some of the illustrations of what this thing would look like. Uh, kind of interesting. It's at the Smithsonian. And um, then somebody made an ignorant post. Why do they exile him? Why didn't they just execute him? Well, that's actually, actually a good question. Why didn't they? Uh... They didn't want him to become okay. a martyr. Do- and this guy's Was got that- doctor in the name. I've got to imagine that's not. He just throwing that on there. All right. You have a guy who's been leading France the last 20 years, 25 years, who has taken it to greater heights since Charlemagne. They've never had anything higher or better before or since. You have him wildly popular, and now you're installing the Bourbons, which nobody liked. Military didn't like him. Their own peers didn't like him. The people sure as hell don't like him. If you were to execute Napoleon Bonaparte, you would have a popular uprising, not just in France, but probably in Holland, a lot of the German states, a lot of the Italian states that are still very loyal to Napoleon. You have a, He was still seen at the very end as a, a figure of the revolution. You would make him a martyr that would set off revolts all over the place. Better to simply stick him on a on a rock in the middle of the ocean where nobody can get to him and hope that the world forgets him. And that's essentially what happened. Other than France, everybody else forgot about him. Yeah, that's this is stupid. I mean, it, it would be the same thing if we were to I don't know uh, trying to think of pick somebody that would be equivalent in this day and age. And I really can't think of anything. Napoleon. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything uh, that's contemporary that would work. If we were to take so-and-so and then execute him publicly, I, I don't think anything really compares. No, no, no. Uh, at any rate. So, yeah, you have a, a, a larger-than-life person. If you were to simply execute him for being the leader of his country, uh, that would go very poorly. And you're trying to pacify the civilians to begin with. And Napoleon died before it happened. No, no, they, they actually started planning this in 1815. I guess the guy revealed all of it in 1835. I guess he wrote something, some big thing up and sent it on, and that's where they actually have it dating back to. The guy could be lying for all we know, and it does point that out. But he plans, I mean, he, the guy went on to say that, that was his, his original plan was to sneak in and grab Napoleon. I, I'm some Irish guy. I got a boat that goes underwater. You want to come with me? Sure, random person who showed up at my estate in the middle of the night. Oh, that's the other part of it, too, is that Napoleon would have to dress like a groomsman and then a coachman, and then they'd sneak away. Hoping the British soldiers wouldn't pay attention to the short guy and, you know, looking like a coachman. 
Doesn't really sound like the pompous asshole you know and love. That's why I said he wouldn't have done it. Because <laughs> he wasn't a pompous asshole. Torpedoes of this era were more or less mines, not propelled modern ones. Yes, it was on a, it was on a long stick. Because that's how they sank. Uh, in fact, the uh, Confederates had one, didn't they? What the yeah. hell was it called? They sank a... a the Hunley. Yeah, it, it sank a ship with a torpedo. The H.L. Well, Hunley. Yes, it, Hunley it didn't. blew its... Well, yeah, it did. I don't know not the Hunley did, but one of the ones they built. Right. And it, it, like a 20-foot long, you know, basically a stick or plank of wood with a cask of, of black powder and a uh, charge at the end of it. When it ran into something, it set it off. And this is essentially the same thing. That's They call it a torpedo. God, I got to fight with everything. It's not like one of those modern ones with the newfangled screws in the back of them. Yeah, I got that. I Thank you. It was, like, it was like a mine, not, not a propelled one. Yes, okay. we're going to shoot Mark 48s at the British fleet. Moron. That'll show them. You know, the little pinging as it's <laughs> homing in. Yeah. I just one, added. one ping only. <laughs> <laughs> Most ping. things in here don't react well to bullets. Like my 19th century submarine. Activate the Caterpillar Drive. We sail for St. Helena. I would have liked to have seen Montana. I just have a picture in my head of Still like a good movie. people in period uniform standing on the bridge of the Red October. Just <laughs> yep. They'll try to shink us. <laughs> Give us one chance in three. Uh, Dorn would send the entire fleet. <laughs> All right. So how about we do kick to the curb? How about that? Do you have your uh, thing set up there? Do you have it pulled up? Do I got to pull it up for you? You got to pull it up. It's in oh. your email. Okay. I assumed that you would have just you know, kept it being out here. Yeah, they just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest oh. bunch of sucks that ever sucked. I know. But they're going to be I didn't think it was physically possible, but this both sucks and blows. All right, so kick to the curb. We have, what, three? So which yeah, one are we going to go with tonight? just the bottom one. All right. This is from kickshutter.com. <clears throat> I like it already. <laughs> the title of this is Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge's Eggnog-Tabletop Game. He wants to make basically... You told me it was $90,000. Well, if you scroll down, it, hang on. Just hang on. Okay, go ahead. Okay. He wants to make a tabletop board game set in Victorian London with, quote, amazing handcrafted pewter miniatures. I don't understand how he's going to make a board game out of the Christmas Carol. There's not enough stuff there. Is that is that what this is? Yes. And it comes to different versions. Apparently, this must already be a prototype he's got built. Four-player version, seven-player version. Uh, oh, the whole cast. Yes. There you go. And this is, um, he's got this built already, but what he's looking for is money for the uh, pewter cast machine, I think. Oh, so he can pump out pewter yeah. figurines? Exactly. So. Meet the cast. The governess. Parish Beetle. The parson. The rich man. Scrooge. The Spinster, 
the schoolboy. Yes. So far, I haven't seen an actual description of what it is he wants. No, I've seen the rewards and what... He doesn't actually say what it is. Why couldn't he type it? Why has he got to make 80 flyers and post <laughs> it? Yeah, everything's website. a flyer. <laughs> Ugh, this is annoying. All so, right. uh, here, uh, uh, our primary goal for this Kickstarter campaign is to be able to purchase the pewter spin casting equipment needed to manufacture the handcrafted game pieces. Of course, it can't be handcrafted if you're getting a machine to pump them up. This will drastically reduce our ongoing costs, apparently. Uh, it's Kickstarter.com. <laughs> Where else can <laughs> go? Just look, Ebenezer Scrooge's eggnog dash. But here, I will throw it in IRC for you. Apparently, now I have to do th- that job, too. <laughs> so, continuing on, the figurine box and houses. Oh, yeah. He's got quite a lot of little A secondary bits and goal. Pieces. To raise the funding to redesign the game's village house and figurine box to fit the Victorian theme. So I guess currently it doesn't. Ebenezer Scrooge's eggnog dash will be truly complete when the characters have a proper place to rest between play. It looks like a lunchbox that a hipster douchebag Right, and then, here you go. See, I told you that he wanted a crazy amount of money. Um, The stretch goal, first one, is $60,000. Uh, once we reach the goal of $60,000, an exclusive Kickstarter edition pewter game piece will be cast and delivered to each backer who supported the campaign at reward level four or above. Um, and this is the lapdog. The lapdog. So you can get a dog. Right. So you get one that looks like Varya. See, I told you, ninety grand. If Christmas comes early for Ebenezer, we will share the joy again with all backers who support it at level four and above. Dancing a Christmas jig, the charming Mr. and Mrs. Fezziwig will join your merry cast of characters. Why do Mrs. and Mrs. Fezziwig look like the exact same person? What a wig. Know. Exactly what it looks like, yeah. So, Gameplay instructions, finally. <laughs> All right, now wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop right here. <laughs> Look very carefully at the board. Oh, yes. What does this remind you of? Iron Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, friends. For some reason, the board is shaped like a swastika. <laughs> what <laughs> the shit is this? <laughs> Subliminal messages. <laughs> Ebenezer was- Scrooge was a Nazi. I'm not gonna lie. I never got that from the Christmas Carol. <laughs> I never, I never picked up on the uh, Nazi undertones either. No Jews, please. And <laughs> that would be another reason why. I oh, there's no Jews. concentration camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the house. That's the hundred thousand dollars. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can take a shower there. And for hundred twenty thousand, we will remove all Jews. <laughs> Jesus Christ! For hundred twenty thousand, you get the pewter, the Jew. I t- <laughs> and finally, I can't help it. It's exactly it what it is. It's like a swastika. It's a swastika. It does look like a swastika. Who puts a board together like this and doesn't realize that? Now, are, are those just actual pieces, or did they legitimately just put each individual piece that way? They just put each individual. They just did it? So yeah. they couldn't find a bigger table to put that Apparently on? Apparently not. <laughs> now he's showing you exactly how. Whoopee. Is it like a tin box to put them in? Game but they tokens. don't. He doesn't Christmas tell crackers. you how to play it. I thought it said up there. There was something that said instructions. Where, oh, the, where the swastika was. What is this? A recycled cigar boxes. I... <laughs> Poster well, reward. This thing is huge, but he doesn't actually give you much I, information. I give him credit. I mean, as far as Kickstarters go, I think he's got more going on here than he than a lot of the ones we see. I mean, he's got a lot of shit made. Problem solving is my middle name. I love that. 
Every project oh. has its fair share of problems and setbacks. I have the years of experience necessary to tackle and solve any obstacle that may arise. If you have any questions or suggestions, send me an email direct to this guy's email. Let's create a new Christmas Wait, no. tradition. He put it on the internet. You can read it. Wade at wadesexton.com. W-A-D-E-X-S-E-X-T-O-N. But the fact that he's saying let's create a new Christmas tradition, he's just wanting people to play this at Christmas time. See, there it is right there. Click here for instructions. Was it a PDF file? Yes. Yes. Eight pages. Jesus. <laughs> Dash quickly from market to market, grabbing all the eggnog for Ebenezer's Christmas feast. <laughs> what? So, so obviously this takes place after the story. Apparently. Because if he's having a Christmas feast, then obviously it's... The object of the game is to fir- be the first player to collect all six eggnogs in your eggnog tray and retrieve the prize within the market shop. I think that's the first time anyone has said that sentence aloud in the history of the English language. <laughs> Probably the collect last. Collect all six eggnogs. Tin house. And there's a seven-player game, and there's a, a four-player game. Seven-player games that consist of 126 game board pieces. Good Lord, those are all getting lost. Two dice, 42 eggnog bottles, seven trays, seven market shops. Five Lords of Leaping and a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. <laughs> and seven pewter figurines. And you have seven hands. Ten houses. I wonder where all the money's going. <laughs> Perhaps you should not use tin and pewter for a game you'll play once a season, if you actually do. Now, if I was to buy something like this, because I'm sure it's going to be expensive, I would feel obligated to have to play it. Otherwise, I would have to explain to my wife why I spent 200 bucks to buy, the, <laughs> to buy a Nazi Christmas game I never actually played. Since I've got, you know, Heinrich Himmler and I've got, you know, Goering as my pewter character. You know, once you get to know him, the Goebbels are actually pretty nice people. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to get past that whole hate the juice thing, and uh, they're actually going <laughs> to. Each player picks a figurine. Okay, basically, you just roll dice. It's I got it. It's Monopoly without the board. You have to create your movie figurine in in direction towards the eggnog. Okay, so basically, everyone has to rush and grab eggnog. Yes. So if you can't wait, it's kind of like from the once you ever play the the game Trouble. Yes. Double trouble. It's kind of the same thing. If they roll more than the spaces left, they stop and go no further. Okay, so you can go all the way to the end. So you just have to go to the end of all the paths and collect the eggnog? Yes, yeah. you have to go to the path where the this house is, is to grab it. Yes. I'm not really feeling it. Man. Oh, I can't imagine why. How are you not feeling this? Look at how cute that is. And there's the swastika. <sighs> it looks again. like a clan rally it's right in the middle of town. <laughs> it does. And, then, and then that's, that's the graveyard oh where they killed all the Jews. It's definitely a graveyard, too. And then these are the ovens around there. Oh, my God. Or the showers. We have solved eggnog problems. <laughs> also, Jews. <laughs> the funnest solution is to melt them, put them in bottles. Yes. Jesus. What you do Christ. is you, you pull the fillings from their teeth first, then you fashion it into the pewter things, and you can. All right. So, it. how much is this monstrosity going to cost me? Is what I want to know. Um, now, I don't I, know. Th- this guy's got forty-four backers. He's got $5,700 collected already. He's not going to get it. No, Three days not. to go. Three days to go. This project will only be fundraised if at least $33,000 is pledged by Thursday. I'm not liking his chances. Good luck, fucko. <laughs> CW Sexton Tabletop Studio. Okay. All right. So has he done other games? I didn't I, I don't, check it. I don't know. I, I, we'll look in a minute. I want to see uh, what would you get if you're a backer. Now, these are odd numbers to pick. $13? Yeah. $13 or more gets you the Ebenezer Scrooge Peter figurine. I assume that would have come with a game. Yeah. 
Okay. It says it comes with the game. Nice. So why so the I, fuck do I so need you an something one, that you In case you lose it. I, <laughs> <laughs> for $15, get you a digital art book filled with beautiful vintage Victorian Christmas works. Whoopee. A collection that will inspire and usher in the Christmas spirit again and again. Also, you can go to Google Images and see the same thing. <laughs> Pledge, $25 or more. Poster of the game box artwork signed and dated by the game's creator, C.W. Sexton. Whoopee. Vintage Christmas digital art book. It's, For, so, it's so digital, it's vintage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pledge $50 or more. You get the Ebenezer Scrooge pewter cast character set. The set includes all seven characters. Again, I assume they come, come to the game. the game. Now, who's, who's Parrish Beetle? Is, is he the guy that shows up in the beginning and is like, ah, alms for the poor, and then Ebenezer Scrooge kicks him out the door? Is uh, that who that I is? Honestly yes. I can't tell you. I don't I remember. So. It's been so long since I read the book. I don't. Yeah. For $69. Again, weird, weird numbers. And he's got six backers at this amount. Ebenezer Scrooge's Eggnog Dash four player game set. The player set includes the following characters. All right, those four characters. For $139. We have jumped up now. And he's got 28 backers. There's a limited amount. Early support special. The Ebenezer Scrooge Eggnog Dash game set. There are only 999 available in this limited first run edition. No, he's not going to get his money, so there's going to be fucking zero available. (laughs) These won't last long. So so basically, if you want to buy the game, you pay $139. Because that's what he's saying. He's saying it, you, you yes. get the game set. It also doesn't so say which version of the game you get, the four or the seven. For $249 or more, you get the early supporter special. You get the Ebenezer Scrooge game set. Two. There's only 1,000 of it's, them. It's the yes. same thing, only you just get you two. You get the poster games. and the vintage art digital art book. For $339 or more, you get two of the game sets. You get two, two of the 2014 annual edition figurine sets. Each set includes five brand new pewter characters for 2014. Okay, well, now we're really grabbing because there's not that many Isn't characters. that putting the Jew ahead of the horse with 20, <laughs> 2014? Are we really? I mean, are we sure this is going to be? Considering the bonus character you get for, for pledging is the lapdog, I'm not sure how many characters they can really squeeze out of this turn. Do I get, like, Charles Dickens himself? Dig him up. Dig <laughs> him up. Pledge $539 or more. You get two game sets. Two figurine sets for 2014. Two 2015 annual edition oh. figurines. Wow. And he actually has two backers for that amount. Uh, and this would be... His mom and his dad. Right. <laughs> it's got to himself. be. A poster and, of course, the vintage digital art book. I guess I'm not going to see this at my local game store anytime soon. No. Uh-huh. I mean, props to the guy for going ahead and actually putting the capital in behind making the game. He's obviously got a prototype. Really? But really? Jesus Christ. No, no props. It's a uh, stupid idea. Look and see. He's if he got actually... more than most. Okay, guys, stay, stay with me. Now, this is what's going to happen. Okay, we're I'm playing the video on this now. I'm going to make a game based on the Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. And oh, here's the fun God. part. You guys remember the Nazis? Yeah, I thought they had some good ideas. <laughs> They're back. Ebenezer Scrooge. You thought they were just Nazi hunter. Oh dear Lord! Venture into South America where you mess hunt like Santa. In time for Christmas. It's Ebenezer Scrooge's Nazi eggnog dash. <laughs> History of game. Cool. I was sitting around the house and I was like, fuck them Jews. <laughs> and I was like, how can I combine my two favorite things? Eggnog and Jews. It is killing kind of, the Jews. It is kind of strange. And they suddenly came to me. Shit, let's make a game. <laughs> 
it's an English voiceover for a guy who's from Atlanta, Georgia. I'll put the shit up on. Uh, well, it's because he's doing uh, Christmas carols. Right, so it's got to be all you know Englishy. This goes on for seven minutes. Of, oh, no, five I'm and a half. Good lord, I am not watching this for seven. minutes. Do we have minutes. any gameplay footage? Treasured. Game. I'm glad to see he spent a lot of time in his video too. You know, with the fade ins and the uh, yeah, he spent a lot. Yeah. Historically it's accurate. Time. If he spent as much time, yes, this on is his game historically as accurate eggnog dash. Ugh. Wow, oh, it's, it's like it opens itself. I'm this done. All right, I, again. See if he's ever done anything else since he it has his no. little. No, 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 his website. His oh, website. CW Sexton Tabletop Down. Studio. Oh, see. oh it's got to be Facebook. No, not send a message. Website. Right th- no, no, no. Up. You are the worst at finding shit. Right there. Website. <laughs> see full bio? Website? The third. It says right there. <laughs> you mean click on the one that says website? <laughs> is that the one? Uh, yeah, no, that's it. Know. That's About CW. CW is a fat ass who doesn't do anything. <laughs> In the he's early nineties, he not he's been shit has shit. dreamed of making handcrafted one of a kind on a machine that does games. it for us. Jeez, games are made of the highest quality products and repurposed materials to achieve an heirloom effect. Game that we passed down through generations. No, it I spent one hundred forty bucks and never played it. I'll give it to he you. He researched son. and read everything he could find on Christmas in eighteen hundred Victoria in London. Even though the Victorian age wasn't until. Yeah, like 1830. He really had too much time on his hands. That's right. Well, again, if I you're going to do anything, do it right. And I, I guess that's uh, – he's struggling with both feet and, and good form. I just – no. No. Good luck to you, uh, Mr. Sexton. You will fail. <laughs> but good luck to you. Five comments. I wonder what these are. <clears throat> good oh. luck, son. I'd really like to see this game happen. Well, that's obviously <clears throat> C.W. Sexton under A. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a guy who's pimping out his own website, theboardgamegeek.com. <clears throat> Thing, okay, that's him responding. I would love to make this game. Ooh, no, 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 hold on. I what? like his comment. <clears throat> Thanks, David. Once people see the game, they want one for their family. No, I don't. Help us get the word out. Well, we did. We've done our part. I expect one in the mail in time for Christmas. Come on, Tethbacker. It's a staff pick, by the way. Really? Yep. So the staff yeah. Kickstarter like this thing? Yes. yes. Uh, that's what shit. that means. That's probably why it's got 44 backers. But only $5,000. Well, 6000 about. Well. Oh, well. I'll give him a dollar. One dollar. No. <laughs> you can't. The, the, the minimum is 13. 13 Oh, well, then fuck him. Fuck him and exactly. his Fuck him and his project, not. minimum of $1 pledge. <laughs> yeah, you can do a dollar. Oh, okay. You can do a dollar. You just don't get anything. I just don't anything. get a reward. Oh, okay. This is show how much the backers themselves donate. I don't know if it ever if it does. I don't think so, no. But it tells you who it was. And it also this guy's backed 195 scroll, other projects. Scroll up. 308. Scroll, top guy, 280. Dear Lord, I love giving money away. Yeah. A worthwhile project. A That's dollar nothing. at a time. Like Ebenezer's 389 projects. This is a guy who obviously just is on Kickstarter all the time or has more money than he... Here, take my money. I don't care if you're crazy nut job project if it gets off the ground. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. Take it! But if it never gets off the ground, they they're never, never get his money. I wonder how ah, many of these actually so maybe, follow through. So, so maybe he finds like the stupidest ones that he knows are going to get anything. Right. But then he, but then he looks like he's he looks charitable. good. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh God. Jumanji. <laughs> <Show. laughs> Jumanji. Jumanji. Nice. I would play Jumanji. I think that that is our next hashtag. Jumanji. <laughs> See what, what what you do is you you pull them up because they're already stacked like cordwood anyway. 
And then, like, on the no, bottom, oh, and on the bottom it's like a fire pit. So if it falls over, then they fall right into the oven. Oh, Jesus. And then, and then at the end, bing, and then it comes out and all the little, like, teeth fillings and all that. You know. oh, it's already there waiting for you. Holy shit. You know what? I'm going to put that shit on Kickstarter right now. Somebody type this up. And, and with that, we need a break. And instead of just a column, it's it's a whole Nazi. It's a swastika. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take our break. When we come back, right out of the break, we're going to do the uh, mailbag. Uh, I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> why, we have a couple articles. Laughing? Do we have Around the Gaming World in any seconds? We do indeed. Okay, cool. So we got all that. We'll do, uh, you know, the mailbag's not that long. Let me knock it. You know, I'm sorry. You know what? We do need a break. I'm sorry. It's not going to be as long as we normally take, but I, I do need to rest the pipes. So, all right. Good news. I finished my homework. Woohoo! Uh, thanks. Did you so build you can your, start uh, drinking now? You, you built your Roman villa? Indeed, I did. Nice. Oh, no, that's just that project. You still got two oh, essays yeah, I still and got tests. A yeah. stuff. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, mailbag. Uh, we have a couple more articles. We have two more segments, so a lot yet to go. Keep it right here. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on Inverse the World Productions as well as RivalCastMedia.com. Uh, just a, a, a note, programming note, uh, we are broadcasting in stereo on the RivalCast stream, so it's RivalCastMedia.com. If you want to catch the show in stereo, I highly encourage you to do that. Uh, I'm your host, the Emperor Julian Suyo by Highlander. Always a pleasure. By Voyeur. Hey. And by Lulu. Hey, y'all. Uh, just coming out of the break, we were discussing uh, SimCity is actually worse off than we originally thought. As I have read several articles that the player base is kind of pissed off. One, because the game is much smaller than in, in previous installations. Vire uh, was saying that even the developers had said it was going to be more like SimTown as opposed to SimCity. Right, but I mean, they, they had kind of said that, look, we're going to make every... You're not going to build the same giant metropolis, but there's going to be a lot more features and a lot more control and a lot more interactivity. And, well, nope. Nope, they took a lot of those features out. The interactivity is not there. But the, what I've been reading is that the pathfinding for the game doesn't make any sense. That the characters kind of meander around. They really don't have a kind of purpose. In order for them to go where they're supposed to, you have to build everything in a very linear line. Meaning, literally, your schoolhouse, you know, the school, your, the school needs to be next to the grocery store, which needs to be next to, you know, the office building, which needs to be next to, etc. And everything has to be in a line or the characters don't go where they're supposed to. So any kind of actual, you know, common sense zoning or planning doesn't work in the game because of the way it's it's built. So everything's just stuck on one street. Uh, that's what they're finding out is, or that you have to try and trick the characters and force them to go down side streets to get to where you want them to go, to the point where it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The game is just a complete shambles. I want to mail a big ass city, then proceed to destroy it. All right, court. If you want to mail big city, good luck. Good to know. So uh, we, we're going to do the uh, mailbag coming out of the break, so we should probably do that now. But SimCity, man, I, I don't think you could pay me to play this game. It's Everything I've read says it's that bad. Have they actually corrected the online problems? Anybody actually heard if it got them back on? I stopped looking. After no, stopped all looking. your reports, I'm like, you know what? This game's such a turd. I don't even want to touch it. I want to look Supposedly at Supposedly, it. it's getting better, and they're slowly phasing things back in, but they're still having problems. Well, it's not hard when most of the players who bought the game aren't playing it, so well, your yeah, traffic goes true. away. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. 
How do you know it's human feces? One thing just kind of reminded me, because I had to log into my Cox account to get to, uh, to get to this. I have HBO Go, which allows me to go back and look at and watch some of the uh, the series they have online, the some of the TV series. Yeah. yeah. So I'm catching up with Game of Thrones. I, I've read the books years and years and years ago and just reread them. I'm just catching up with, with the TV show series now. And the thing that kind of struck me that's very aggravating is the fact that none of the characters know how to sword fight. There's, like, no training involved at all. They gloss over the battles as if, like, they, they happened, and the characters is kind of like the one that Tyrion's in, the very first one. He sleeps through it. He's like he's knocked out. So they kind of they gloss over the entire battle, and then you just have the aftermath of a lot of bodies laying on the ground. And on the occasion where they have to have people actually swing swords, it's very clear that they have no training in it. It just it bothered the hell out of me. Now, I understand at one side you have to you take logistics into account here. You really can't have... You know, three or four hundred different cast members learning how to sword fight, but goddamn, it wouldn't hurt if the main characters at least had an inkling of what to look for. Sean Bean should know how to sword fight a little. He's been in, I mean, how many fantasy yeah, movies? But he has any fight. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it to season Eric two. Eric Flynn and Lawrence Olivier knew how to sword fight. Goddamn it. Yeah, Where they're was- dead too. <gasps> but after how many successful you sword fighting sword movies? Fight, you die. <laughs> Dear hosts, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me for leaving the nurturing bosom of the court. Anyways, I have a question. Would it be really that bad if M died? <laughs> we would still have the racist, the drunk, and the stripper. We just not have the bitchy Irishman. But I digress. In closing, I'm glad that the show hasn't changed much since I stopped listening to listen to Brony Podcast. Wait, what? From Uncle Bad Touch. Oh, boy. He left us for fucking bronies? You know, speaking of bronies, I sent in a thing that. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't get a chance to you look. Didn't get at a chance it, to read that. Okay. Was it a Kickstarter? No, you didn't read the e- the email I sent you. I didn't get an email from you. I don't yeah, think. you did. Uh, yeah, you is did. it on there? Okay. It's on there. I, I'm sorry. I I must have glossed I, right I, over. I, it. I sent you two articles that I think you might be interested in. Uh, keep going. One second. Hang on. I get rid of those. Yeah. Nobody yeah. I have no idea how it is. I passed them up and didn't yeah, see them. Keep going. There I am. Okay. This is from Highlander. Let's see. Oh, that's right. I, I did. I was going to ask about the Veronica uh, Mars movie thing. Yes. Jesus Christ. Veronica Mars movie used Kickstarter to uh, try and raise $2 million. They got it within 24 hours. It's actually, it's almost double now. Like, I haven't checked in the last couple days. Let's see where it's Veronica at. Veronica Mars. Up to three, $3.6 million with 26 days to go. Yes. You should see what the thing, like the, the ultimate thing, if you pledge. You actually get a speaking part in the movie. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like go go all the way down to the I'm end. Going all the way to the end here. All Jesus the way down Christ. to the end. Hang on. Some of them are like uh Veronica like uh, uh Kristen Bell will record something for you. Here it is. For ten thousand dollars, which somebody did, you will get a speaking role in the movie. Here's the scene. Veronica is eating with the man in her life. Things have gotten tense between them. You are the waiter or waitress. You approach the table and you say, Your check, sir. We guarantee you will be on camera as you say this line, unless you go all hammy and ruin the scene and we have to cut you out, but that would be a sad day for all of us. Just say the line. Don't overthink it. You're a waiter. Your motivation is to turn over the table. In addition to appearing in the movie, you'll receive a framed copy of the page of the script that includes your line. You'll get an invitation to the premiere and the after party. You are, after all, in the movie. Think of yourself as Guy Fliegman from Galaxy Quest. (laughs) People surely will want your autograph. You'll also receive the signed movie poster, the Blu-ray DVD combo pack, the digital version of the movie, the T-shirt, and a PDF of the shooting script. And that is gone. Someone has purchased Someone that. Someone purchased I'm that. sure it went very quickly. 
So for those who don't know, most of you are probably going to be overseas. Tell us who Veronica Mars is, or the Veronica Mars shows, was a, yeah. was a show on. Right. Um, it wasn't the CW back then. It was was it the WB? It was, it the was WB. WB. It was the WB before they changed yeah. the same company. But go yes. on. I actually never watched Veronica Mars, so I have I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. But it was really popular when it was on. That, that was, that's uh, what made Kristen Bell into three point six million semi popular. B-list actress that she is today. Can't make a movie on that, at least one that anybody would give a shit about. But. No, but what you can do is uh, show Warner Brothers that there's immense interest in it. And, and for, for $3.6 you can sure start a movie. Fine. For that yeah, logic, let's start a Firefly Kickstarter for a Firefly movie. I guarantee we could have this in 24 hours, too. I bet you and could. it wouldn't go anywhere. Hell yeah. It would not go anywhere. Yeah, but you'd have $5 million fucking dollars. <laughs> 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 it's not my fault that we can't get the movie made because somebody will touch it. All right. Another one was a BronyCon in Las Vegas. Yes, goes completely tits up. No, this was, really? This was big. All right. This is from MTV's got this one. Yes. Union Gate. Un- I'm sorry. Uni- I'm sorry Unicon, Unicon Gate. Brony Convention implodes many sad ponies. Yes. It's from MTV.com. Their tears are delicious. This sounds like one of the most epic <laughs> convention fails of all time, but who would expect it would come out of My Little Pony fandom? According to the Daily Dot... Last month's Las Pegasus Unicon in Las Vegas was botched, saddled, if you would excuse the pun, with claims of fraud, theft, bounced checks, fake money, and attendees being kicked out of hotels. If this is all true, it sounds like the Bernie Madoff of fan conventions. And as evidenced in a tweet written in response to a now-deleted Facebook message by the con organizers, Twilight Sparkle was pissed. And this is oh, Tara, Tara Strong. This is Tara Strong's, uh, she's one of the voice actresses on... Uh, my Little Pony. Hey, Las Vegas Uni, please stop saying you paid the talent. Your check bounced. I have not been paid a dime. You ruined it for all first-year cons. An editorial at Derpy Hooves News. <laughs> oh, boy. Referred to Unicon as, quote, the greatest convention disaster in pony fandom history. Well, okay, now wait a minute. The show's been out for a year. Exactly how long is this fandom history? I, don't, well, I mean, I, I can think of a couple conventions, like the one that we talked about last week. I know, but... This the, one, there's Brony worse in history! So three. All 12 months of it. Go ahead. Uh, the gory details you can read in the Daily Dart article, plus Reddit, Tumblr, and this painfully long Facebook thread, which, please, we're not going to do. But basically, it seems like the con organizers overshot the projected attendance, and when too little attendees actually arrived, all hell broke loose, resulting in a lack of ready cash, possibly unpaid guests, hotel nightmares, again, please excuse the pun, and so much more. The apparent brouhaha surrounding Unicon brings up the issue of fans, gritty conventions, and other some such events and stuff, when they may or may not have the business savvy to pull it off. I'm always hearing about new theoretical conventions, and while some sound great, others sound as shady as hell. One such unnamed niche con, which I believe never got off the ground, tried to tack on a website designing service as part of the conditions for guests to attend. This was a service, I believe, the guest had to pay for. What the what now? Is this the end of brony conventions? Or can the indomitable spirit of the ponies get past this hiccup? I hope not. And will the tales of the Unicon situation scare off other celebrity guests? From attending new and unproven conventions. celebrity well, guests, based on Tara Strong's tweet, it sounds like John she's Delancey. pretty much done. It, it, what else is she going to do, though? You're Tara Strong. Other than doing a pony, who the hell's going to know you? No That's one. True. That's a very valid. So point. this is her bread and butter. It's her only bread and butter. Now, to be fair, no, she does a ton of. I participate in Unicon as both a, f- a staff and attendee, and this is my short story. That's it's not short. That's not short. Good Jesus Lord. Christ. So apparently it was pretty bad. Look, I just wanted the original article, and it says you can go uh, to whatever the hell it was. At the Daily Dot. And editorial. Oh, go back up to the top. 
There it is, according to the Daily Dot. I just want to see, because having looked into conventions myself briefly with Highlander, who's got far more experience in this kind of thing, having run several... (laughs) <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> There's a picture of the Titanic with uh, a caption of the Bronies being the people on the Titanic and Unicon written on the Titanic itself. It's sinking. With the staff getting on the lifeboat. Nice. Exactly. Botched My Little Pony convention rocks Brony fandom. Brony fandom is rocked tonight as Unicon. <laughs> <laughs> News at 11. Unicon, which was hosted from February 22nd to 24th uh, this year, is not the first Brony convention to feature its fair share of controversies. And we just recap. Attendees being kicked out of their hotels, denied rooms, and or stranded with enormous travel costs. Comped attendees getting double and triple charged by the hotel wow. in attempt to recoup wow. expenses. While the convention management literally went into hiding. Actors agents reportedly filching money from the, from the cash box. Wow. Brony drama recorded. Where the hell is this from? This is from it's Brony Brony Dread. It's, it's, it, it's, tum- a, it's a Tumblr page. Jesus Christ. You've never been on, on the Tumblr? I, I, twice, maybe three times. I, Tumblr okay. is, again, another social media place I don't use. You can, you can make like a website. Yeah. Actors agencies reportedly filching money from the con cash box and subsequently getting fired for the role in the fiasco. Wow. Charity fundraising from around the fandom stepping in on the last day of the convention to frantically fundraise the money to pay everyone. I've heard oh that of a couple God. conventions before. As much as $40,000 reportedly remaining in the hands of the convention, uh, the conference organizer who deleted the con website on March the 5th. Voice actors getting being paid with bounced checks. Advertisers buying space and brochures that went unprinted. Vendors being granted play money called vendor bits to exchange for the real thing in a last moment, uh, later moment that never materialized. A month ago, conference organizers Sandy Haas, a Las Vegas resident with a track record of shady finances, was discussing her grand plans for the convention. Originally intended to call around 2,000 attendees, that's pretty small, Las Pegasus Unicon was supposed to be ostentatious, over-the-top, and unforgettable. In keeping with the theme, Haas took a gamble that inviting an over-the-top number of special guests my Little Pony Friendship is Magic voice actors, writers, and musicians would pay off with maximum attendance. She lost. Instead, a range of between 800 and 1,200 fewer people than expected showed up, leaving the con with a huge budget shortfall uh, before it even started. Okay, so... According to Scorchy Critter. Scorchy Critter? I guess. On, on Tumblr, Tumblr, who was a vendor at the convention, things were erect from the beginning of the convention. 800 to 1,200 fewer people. Fewer so people. So they around, so 1,200 people is what they got. They were expecting, yes, they got about 800 people, which yeah. for a first-year convention is not bad. not horrible. Yeah. It's much more realistic. So according to this vendor, quote, we were told we were supposed to accept this fake money the con had printed. We were expected to take it and then cash it in at registration at the end of the con. That changed to 5 p.m. and things started to crash, which then turned into good luck getting your money back. We really started to notice things were going south when on Sunday there were prominent members of the Brony community running around with walkies and looking worried. Nobody fought, could find Nicole Oliver because she was never picked up from the airport. <laughs> Tara Strong was Tara Strong had a hard time figuring out how she was going to get comp for the taxi she inevitably had to take on her own from her hotel. These are your incredibly important guests, and the con was so disorganized that you couldn't even keep track of them or made sure they weren't taken care of properly? What's wrong here? Jesus. Oh, there's the fake Brony money? Yes, that's apparently the fake Brony money. <laughs> Apparently, everything uh, Redditor This Is Bobby volunteered to help at the convention fell apart. Quote, there was a mad scramble for money. Everything was being directed to paying off the celebrity debt. 
Okay, and this goes back to an argument that that you yourself have had, Highlander, of paying people to show up at your convention. I'm not a fan of that. I remember turning around to our cash box registration. All the large bills have went missing. On the brink of panic, I was informed that the celebrity managers have collected them from uh, from behind me. This happened again later in the day. Uh, that time I was informed by one of the managers. By Sunday, the place was a graveyard with panels shut down to focus on fundraising, vendors packing up, and the hotel kicking people out of their rooms. Now I would assume that if you have a room that you've, you've probably paid for, these are probably staff, I'm thinking, are being kicked out. Possibly, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, would, I would think so, because if, if you paid for your room, oh, then it shouldn't really matter. Things were so dire that the Brony Channel Ever Free Network... I was going to say, didn't we fuck Yes, with we them? did. Yes, we did. <laughs> ...stepped in, launching the Twitter campaign, Lost Peg Assist, to try to raise money for the voice actors who still needed to be paid. See, this is why you why? pay that... Why actor. do they have to get paid? Fuck that. Well, why do they have to get paid? Well, probably because they signed a contract. Oh, well, that's, that's too bad. Did. The person you set a contract with can't you know, come up with it. Then it shouldn't be for the good-hearted people of the Internet to send in their money to cover that cost. I'm sorry that the voice actor didn't get paid to show up to do a panel for five minutes. Go after the people you have a contract with, dipshit. Don't have to. I, I, oh, that, that just aggravates the piss out of me. It does. Who cares? You're a goddamn voice actor. You know what? So am I for three hours every Sunday night. But as a comprehensive run-up of events of information compiled by Chan explains, uh, they could only do so much. Media teams at the con, Celestia Radio. That's the one we fucked. Right. No, 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 no. no. Everfree Ra- Ever Ever was. Oh, okay. That's EFN. Okay. Oh, EFN. Okay. All right. Again, I would not call these media teams. Okay. We, people from, look, people from podcasts <laughs> like us raised $12,000 over the course of two days. As it stands, however, many of the guest stars... The voice actors, the writers, etc., remain unpaid for their attendance. And many guests staying at the hotel were either denied rooms or presented with unexpected fees, some over $1,000. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Can they do that? If I'm attending a convention, they can come to me as just a con-goer and say, hey, you've got to pay us $1,000? Well, I'd laugh at them. From, from what I heard, and it, maybe they go through it here as well, they were, the hotel was trying to recoup their costs because obviously the hotel wasn't going to get money. Right. They decided that they were going like I think we actually brought it up where they had double and triple charged yes. some people. On, I, I'm their just surprised bill. they can do that. I, I, to Fire's point, I would laugh at them and say, "Right, I would look, I paid fifty bucks for paying." Yeah, Go I ahead. would be on the phone with my bank so quick. You could deny those charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can. I dispute the charges and tell them to go suck duck dicks, and I'd leave. Yeah, I would fight that tooth and nail. No way. There is a considerable sum of money unaccounted for, which we can only assume remains in Sandy's possession. Haas seems to have no experience running a convention of this size before, and it's not, okay, to be fair, it wasn't that big Doesn't of a convention. That big of a con, no. Has not been heard from since leaving the convention Saturday. Leaving convention guests with more experience, uh, experience running things to try and pick up the pieces. In 15 plus years of going to conventions, I have never seen any convention implode as badly as this one did, stated R.J. Sketch on Equestrian Daily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I just picture this pony talking to a reporter. <laughs> I have my 15 years. I've never seen this one. This is Equestria Daily coming to you live from Las Vegas. <laughs> How utterly irresponsible and reprehensible of the organizers just up and leave town. Oh no! I think they were very wise. Everfree Radio noted, as did many others, that this disastrous end to Unicon threatens the livelihood of other conventions who need the presence of high-profile actors, musicians, and writers to count on the on an attendee draw. Famed voice actor Tara Strong drew attention to the problem when she lashed out at the Unicon managers for the bounce checks they sent. Still, many attendees made it clear that money and stress aside, they'd had a great time. 
Say <laughs> what? Did I not tell you? I do, to this day, I do not understand how things like that happen. The, the whole convention was a disaster. No panels took place. I, it is a the last day, back. apparently, yeah. the whole convention was just about trying to beg people for shaking them down for money so that they would keep the lights on. And they're like, I had a really good time. Yeah, I would go next year if they have it. <laughs> it was more than just ponies. Ponies everywhere. It became a human experience. Unicon not only restored my faith in bronies, but strengthened, strengthened it, says this is Bobby. Not everyone saw that silver lining. This has nothing to do with bronies or faith in, commented one Redditor. It's about convention organizers that screwed up. To the VIPs of this event, an apology, wrote Derpy Hooves News. <laughs> Las Pegasus Unicon is not the kind of impression that we like to leave as a fandom. For those who do, who do decide to stay, I hope we can make your future visits as much fun for you as it normally is for us. That is a pretty big clusterfuck, Con. That's big clusterfuck. I don't think I've ever heard of a bigger clusterfuck. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, I guess no, we're not close to the one that we had last year. I mean, the, the, the worst con thing I ever heard, and it's not even that horrible. Was what, some, Anime Expo? They replaced everybody? No, that was the thing. There was, there, was a time, there was a convention in Indianapolis called Seacon where they were running out of money, and they had to take the guests out to eat, so they took all the A-list, high-profile guests through the drive through at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, that's not comparing to that. I mean, you know, that's like a horrible, you know, like, good Lord. You know, that's just bad taste and stupid. But this is, you know, holy shit. <laughs> Fuck you. That is all. From Sakani. Oh, you're welcome. Our <laughs> music director and host of BGM that airs here on RivalCast. Apparently for now. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh... Brendan sends, sends this one in Crack.com's article of five depressing realities behind popular reality TV shows. They're fake? Is that number one? They're, they're all fake. Oh, they're, well, that's good. It's, all, it's, it's all kind stage. of depressing. Yes. Hail almighty, almighty Highlander Lulu and... Wow, okay. not, not, even, wow. not even you? Wow. Anyways, I bring presents for the entire cast. Three novels by John G. Henry, who is also known as Jack Campbell from the Lost Fleet series. Good series, by the way. Also, a drop in that suits Lulu perfectly. Guess the voice. Also, I've been playing Blood Bowl recently and have been wishing for some form of tournament the listeners could compete in. Sincerely, ZPG. So he I, includes... I see the three books, but I don't I... see the drop in. Yes, oh, there it is right there. To Sweet attachment. smell. It's up there. I, I don't know that I want to open anything here. That's okay. all. Um, you don't want to open the wave? I, I guess we can open the wave. Come on. You know you want to. I've read all those books from Campbell, by the way. He's he's he's, he's a good guy. Decent actor. It's Bruce Campbell saying, "I love the, the sweet smell of a domesticated woman." Is that from Burn Notice? Um, maybe. I, I don't know. All no right. Idea. Um, I will keep this in case you guys want the books. So moving on. Uh, these are the articles for today. La, 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 I la, think la. that's it. No, there is one other one. Um, that's the obvious lesbian thing. Here we go. Someone Dear Amp and the rest of the crew, wow. Sarath is here, and I have come across some things about SimCity. It turns out that you can play offline after modding the game. Unsurprisingly, a lot of the features have been removed to better accommodate the always online functionality, but here's a list. Players have reverse-engineered modding. Significant parts of the game's code is in JavaScript. No shit. The game can be played without an internet connection indefinitely after modding. can only stay in one city. SimCity has behavior for offline save handling. 
When offline, your city is saved and it is uploaded to Origin the next time you go online. Offline mode seems to be uh, cut hastily. Debug tools were left open, allowing griefing other player cities by setting debug equals one. Quote, unquote, big maps are referenced in multiple times in the game's code. Possible DLC regions with big city points, or I'm sorry, big city plots. It's the only way they can increase the city size without breaking existing maps. Internal terraforming tools were discovered, but requires a special build of the game. Population numbers are faked and inflated. Really? Now, that I would like to know how they would know for sure. The population numbers are being inflated. After modeling, you can play around uh, outside the 2-kilometer by 2-kilometer plot, and it saves syncs to the server. The latest patch has made package files ready only and disabled debug tools and the cheat console. That's from Reddit. EA being EA as usual. Good luck with the network, Sarathis. Look, it's just one clusterfuck after another. And I understand to a point that EA is saying, look, it's not necessarily our fault. You know, a lot of this goes back in the developer of the game. We're just the publisher. I get that. I understand that. On the same flip, I mean, the flip side of that is that, you know what? You're still the publisher. You shouldn't have published it's, it. Yes, right. You're the one getting the majority of the money. You're the one whose name's on there. So the buck stops with you. Nobody knows who the hell this game company is, but everybody knows who Electronic Arts is. The hacker who made SimCity run offline now says the game's region features can run without an internet connection, too. Well, it's said in there that it looks like it was hastily removed, so at some point they must have considered making it offline playable. But that just pisses me off. It's a broken game end of story. The DRM is the least of the issues, strangely enough. As I mentioned coming out of the break, is that the game itself just doesn't work. Which is a shame. I mean, a lot of people like to play with their Legos and build you know, their cities. Sorry, you don't get to play God in this one. God requires online connection. I don't don't play God, play Populous. Or Razor. True. Razor is a good one. I don't think they ever made anything past the uh, Super Nintendo, though. Why did God need to go into the form of a statue with a sword, though? I mean, isn't he God? Shouldn't he just be able to go, bam? Because well, he can do Well, it would be very much wants. fun if that's the case. I'm just saying is all. Right. <laughs> How about Around the Gaming World in 80 seconds? How about Around the Gaming World in 80 seconds? In Denmark, a television channel, TV2, says that it accidentally used an image of a Middle Eastern city from the 2007 game Assassin's Creed (laughs) as the backdrop to a news report about Syria. TV2 first learned of the mistake after viewers began speculating about its origin online. After investigating, it said the mistake occurred when a TV2 employee searching for an image to use for the broadcast mistook the video game version of Damascus for the actual city. Despite the fact that it was a less than photorealistic version of medieval Damascus, plucked from a five-year-old action stealth video game. Games Workshop has signed an agreement with developer Slytherin to produce a new turn-based strategy game set in the Warhammer 40k universe. Slytherin is a developer known for infamously difficult turn-based strategy games such as Panther Corps. Development is said to be underway, quote, on multiple platforms. No further details of the game have surfaced yet. And finally, in an effort to expand the market for cat-focused video games, yes, expand, the cat food manufacturer Friskies is planning a weekend-long Games for Cats hackathon game jam where local game developers in the Los Angeles area will have a chance to develop games designed just for cats. Quote, Friskies is excited to feed your cat senses with these games made just for cats. Reads a statement on the Game Jam's website. Quote, the colors, movements, and gameplay have been researched and tested for maximum feline fun. 
Okay, I have questions. Because when you said cat <laughs> game market or whatever, I assumed like games about cats. Nope. Right. Nope. Four. Four cats. Four cats. So Kitty's going to grab my Xbox controller and go to town? <laughs> Hell I mean, yeah, he is. <laughs> Mr. Whiskers is going yeah. Call of Duty. Even without an Boom, headshot. Jesus. Grumpy Cat is not impressed with your graphics. No. <laughs> or with your micro. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear of another 40k game coming out. I was looking to see if they had a 40k uh, mod for any of the Total War games, and they don't. They have Warhammer Fantasy, but that's all. Uh, how about you take this one, uh, Vire, from Destructoid.com? Duke's back, baby. Duke Nukem 2 iOS revealed. 3D Realms is back, and that can only mean one thing. Duke Nukem. Because that's all they do. To celebrate the 20th anniversary of Duke Nukem 2, 3D Realms, and Interceptor Entertainment have announced an upgraded re-release of the 90s game for iOS devices. Quote, before Duke Nukem 3D, before the sunglasses, before the one-liners, and before the strippers, many gamers never knew there was another incredible alien ass-kicking Duke game, a cutting-edge game for its time that still holds up 20 years later, said Scott Miller, CEO and co-founder of 3D Realms States. Oops. Uh, check out the tongue-in-cheek trailer telling us about some of the game's key features, such as smooth side-scrolling action, insane VGA graphics, and 256 eye-popping colors. Throw in 32 levels into the mix, and you can you can this strong dose of testosterone-popping yeah. the nostalgia. Hell? There's a verb missing. I'm taking three. <laughs> cool dollar ninety nine. It looks like it could be fun, but will a retro 2D non-line-dropping Duke be enough to erase the memory of, you know, that other game and get fans playing duke nukem again for 3d realm's sake let's hope so look if they were to put out a duke nukem game today not i'm not talking about the abortion they, they kicked out a couple years ago i'm talking they actually put their time behind it and made a funny 3d shooter or a third person first person shooter like they did with duke nukem 3d people would buy it because yeah. people still like duke nukem they still remember that game very fondly and all the cool one-liners and all that, that went into it they would buy that game hell they went and bought out the last game Yeah. <laughs> so kind of hard to have discourse here when it's like, yeah, is what I get. I, I, I agree with your premise. What are we going to argue about? Yeah, there? what do you mean? I, no. no, people don't want to. By the way, we look, I'm, look, I'm trying to tell you people make a good game. They'll buy it. I, That's bullshit. There's plenty of good games. That were <laughs> what the hell are you talking there about? There are plenty of good games out there that are made that no one ever played. I'm just saying Duke Nukem, period, would do very well. And the hashtag it, game seems to be out. now yeah. because yeah, they just died. Out Controversy. Speaking of discourse, joystick.com. Yeah, that really was painful. Good. I'm glad. Just make sure he was awake. Go ahead, Highlander. Controversial God of War Ascension Trophy alternate upcoming patch. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Duke Nukem. In a statement sent to Joystick, developer Sony Santa Monica has confirmed it will change the name of a controversial God of War Ascension Trophy in a patch that should be available alongside the game on Tuesday. Once the patch is applied, the name of the, pride. Once the patch is applied, the name of the trophy will be Bros Before Foes. Originally named Bros Before Hoes, as seen above, the trophy pops up soon after you help God of War's anti-hero Kratos brutally pummel a fury, one of a trio of female antagonists in the game. <laughs> Though it's not a spoiler in light of the fact that Kratos beats everyone up, we've omitted the trophy description. The change comes after negative reaction from early reviews to the jarring scene on and the attached award, which is perceived as misogynistic. Quote, we have created and soon will push out a patch for God of War Ascension that alters the title of one of the game's trophies. This text was offensive to some members of our community and impacted the enjoyment of the game, Sony Santa Monica's statement noted. 
Quote, we are endlessly committed to ensuring that our community can fully enjoy the experiences the team has created. As such, we've addressed the feedback and amended the trophy in question. I would hope they would put that kind of trophy in a Duke Nukem game. Uh, players will be instructed to download the update once God of War Ascension has been inserted into an internet-connected PlayStation 3. No other aspect of the game is affected by the patch. So if I don't update the patch, I get to keep my bros before hoes? I believe so, yes. <sighs> Dumbest things I've heard since Call of Duty and... TTTTT to removing Muslim references in their stages. Now, we're in a Middle Eastern city, but it's not Muslims. It's sand jockeys. <clears throat> Are you kidding me, really? God of War is rated M for mature. But apparently, we're not allowed to say bros before hoes. Okay. I think it's going overboard a little bit, but, you know, in today's day and age, you have to. No, Nothing is no, safe. No, you don't. Nothing is safe. But they're going to cave. Well, they did. They oh, did cave. Yeah, not going to. Of they course. Yeah. yeah, but. Just tell people to shut up. Really? You're about to go rip Zeus in half. <laughs> but yeah, bros before hoes. Fuck that shit, man. Let's see. Uh, God of War Ascension Tough Trial of Archimedes to be patched. Did this today, and people who complain about this as wankers and should be shot. All right. They're going to patch something else? A uh, level that's too hard? Uh, let's see. God of War Ascension's Tough Trial of Archimedes to be patched. One particular section of Sony Santa Monica's God of War Ascension has players quite miffed the trial of Archimedes. Give him a lever. It's a long gameplay encounter near the end of the game with no checkpoints and few health drops. Oh, I see. So if you suck, you die. Game director Tony Todd Pappy took to Twitter to say the developer is looking into patching it now. I personally tuned it. I didn't mean for it to be so hard. We're looking into patching it soon, says Pappy. I'm sorry. Doesn't that sound like he's saying, well, you guys must just suck because I can blow through this easy. (laughs) In another, he said the patch was likely to arrive very soon. God of War Ascension launched on PS3 this week. In our review, we liked Ascension to a car riding in the spectacle slipstream of its predecessors, never quite able to surpass them. I will tell you that I'm surprised there's another God of War game since they killed off the entire pantheon of Greek gods. This is a prequel. Of course, because we can go back in time since we're not going forward. Always. What about all the Nordic gods? No one's taking them out. Or the Celtic ones, or the Egyptian ones. There's plenty of gods they can kill. Hindu. Hindu's Hindu. Hindu. There's shitloads yeah. of them. Hindu's got lots Hell, of Hell, Shiva's got like four different aspects. Go kick his ass. No, can't. Shiva's a her. Because people yeah, are. Shiva is. No, no, no. Yes. No, yeah. Shiva's a guy. No, I used to think it was a girl too. It's not. It's a guy. I don't care enough. Don't look it up. Oh, okay, I was you're, you're just right. Uh, that, that, <laughs> all right, there. I was wait, about wait, to the You win. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Well, how are you going to call bullshit? No, no, prove it to me. God damn it. You show me she was a dude. Emp, they say, they're saying Japs is Japs in Far Cry 3. Don't care. Emp, there is health drop. You just have to do a R1 minigame. What oh, the fuck do I care? Don't argue with me. Send it off to Destructoid. Take it off with them. I don't give a fat fuck. I never played the game. I don't care. I don't give a shit. No, there, there's drop. Eh, somebody get to a microphone. Type to him. Tell him there's a drop. He just has to do the mini game. Uh, Nymph, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't care. I never played it. I have no intention of playing it. I played God of War 3. So. I got the God of War 3 pack. Like the, they really the you know, released all three games. Oh, like, okay. yeah, I just never played it. No. It's pretty much all the same game. So You run around and kill everything. That's about it. I would like to play a new Castlevania game, but I haven't seen anything. I, I meant to play Castlevania, what is it, Shadows of Shadows or something? The one with Patrick Stewart? Yes. In it? That, I they mean, the gameplay looked pretty that. good. So, all right. 
Shiva's a guy. Yeah, I know. He's a guy. Everybody thinks because of Final Fantasy, it's a chick. It's not. It's not. I made the same mistake until I informed myself. <clears throat> oh, mighty emperor. Yes. Shine your light down upon the heathen. Improve us with your wisdom, sir. I try, but then they say, no, no, I just accept it. Don't, you don't have to prove name. it. You don't have Amen. to show me. I just, you're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, I'd rather do that than look at Wikipedia articles Finally, on Shiva. Finally, consumerist.com. Man blames library's book's tardy return on World War II. Okay. Mercifully short. We're sure librarians have heard plenty of creative excuses for late library books over the years. But World War II provided quite a unique reason for an Estonian man who recently returned a book 69 years late. Because it was Estonia, he was immediately thrown in prison. He says aerial bombing that damaged the library was part of the reason he wasn't able to return it earlier. The library says it won't charge him a late fee, even though he offered to do so. Well, it's not my fault. The library got bombed. The yes. Germans are coming. We rebuilt it in 1949, sir. There's, there's oh. kind of a theme oh. going on. Well, no, I wasn't there. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I do not make any mistakes. I, I have not made any. Okay. Let's see what they were saying. Nothing of interest, apparently. Nothing of interest at all. All right, so uh, should we blow our minds? All right. Is that the, the goal here? That is the goal. Okay. I just got to make sure I can find where they blow our right. So It's just right there. Down, down, down. Down, down, down third. Right there. And now it's time for Blowing Your Mind with Highland. You just blew my mind. I have seen shit that will turn you white. You know what? <laughs> we expect for 10 seconds of work. Busting the wave. Master in command. Good movie they never made a sequel to. Because he dies. In- years ago, I had a theory <laughs> that I would... T- years ago, I had a theory that I would tell my friends that James Bond wasn't just one guy. James Bond was a name assigned by MI6 to someone new whenever the old agent bearing the name retired, dead or alive. It's certainly nothing new or different. I've come across a number of people who came up with a similar idea to inject some sense of continuity to a series that spans now 50 years and six different actors in the role, and far more writers. Each generation has its own bond, we decided, but it's a different person fulfilling the role each time. Not just on screen, but in the world of the movie. It even has its own name on the internet, the code name theory. Look it up for yourself if you don't believe me. The one time in Bond film canon that puts this theory to the test is the Lazenby Bond's marriage to Diana Rigg and her accompanying death in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. A number of later Bond films, with different actors playing Bond, reference this incident either directly or indirectly. Each time it's played off as though the death of Tracy Bond happened to that Bond actor at some point in his past, as though all of them are the same Bond. In that sense, the codename theory falls apart, and we're asked to believe the strange fiction that we're watching the same Bond each time. A man who incredibly changes faces and remains relatively the same age, no matter what the decade. But in the best crazy fanboy tradition, my friends and I tried to shoehorn every glaring discrepancy into our retcon. It could still work that each Bond is a new man with a codename James Bond, we argued. If, upon inheriting the mantle, each new agent gets to read through the old Bond's files. After all, in becoming James Bond, the new agent gets not only the kick-ass reputation the work name brings with it, but also all of his predecessors surviving villains and baggage. So all the references to Tracy Bond throughout the series could just be the later agent's acknowledgement of and respect for a tragedy that once recurred to one of their extraordinarily exclusive fraternity. And also, that pretty nicely explains why we only get one Lazenby Bond. He was too distraught over his wife's murder to carry on being Bond. All well and good, until Skyfall. In Skyfall, we have the very first definitive proof that the man we're watching on screen is James Bond, as in James Bond was his given name at birth, not an assumed alias. 
We're made to understand pretty pointedly that James Bond really is James Bond. We see the initials on his father's gun. The old caretaker of his family estate calls him James Bond. We see his parents' grave marker. And what would have been a marvelous opportunity to show us that his real name is not James Bond, that he's just a wayward soul who ended up taking on the work name James Bond when the opportunity arose, the writers decided to go the opposite direction. Fine. So my precious pet theory was officially undone in canon. Craig's James Bond is the James Bond. Forget all the others who came before him. It's a shame, really, because if the codename theory really held up, I could really blow your mind by postulating that Sean Connery's Bond ended up in an American prison for stealing microfilm <laughs> and was only released when San Francisco's Alcatraz prison was taken over by ex-military terrorists and FBI agent Nicolas Cage needed him to sneak back into Alcatraz to stop the terrorists from shooting nerve gas missiles into the city. I'll let that one sink in for a second. So where did that Aston Martin come from? Stay with me now. Let's go back to Skyfall. Bond and Amber on the run. He makes a pit stop to change cars. He opens up a storage garage, and there, in all its glory, is a pristine 1964 Aston Martin DB5. Awesome, I thought. It's the Aston Martin Craig's Bond one in a card game in Casino Royale, which was, of course, an homage to Goldfinger. We're maintaining some continuity between the new Craig films. Off they go in the DB5. The banter continues, and Bond flips up the cover on the gear shift and jokingly threatens to use the ejector seat on M. Wait, do the what with the what now? This just isn't just an Aston Martin DB5 Bond one in a card game. It's the Aston Martin DB5 from the Goldfinger adventure. As if Craig's Bond lived through that mission and then for nostalgia's sake rented a storage unit and put the tricked out Aston Martin on ice for almost 50 years. In one breath, the writers want us to believe that this Bond is every Bond. The same man who battled Dr. No in 1962, Mr. Big in 1973, Max Zorn in 1985, and Janice in 1995. And in the next breath, believe that Daniel Craig is the only James Bond there ever was because his parents named him James Bond. But you can't have it both ways. Daniel Craig can't have had an Aston Martin he used in 1964 because Daniel Craig wasn't born until 1968. This would work great if James Bond was a code name and this Bond was going old school and using the tools of one of his predecessors, but they didn't do that. They made this Bond the only Bond. There's no way this can work. Unless, of course, James Bond is a Time Lord from Doctor Who. It's the only logical answer. James Bond is the James Bond, born sometime around 1930. He grows up, not realizing he's a Time Lord, and joins MI6 as a secret agent. No work name necessary. James Bond is pretty badass already. He battles Dr. No and Ernst Blofeld and Orc Goldfinger and Ernst Blofeld a few more times. Then he dies. Now, we don't see it, but Bond dies, and then, surprise, surprise, he regenerates. He fights Blofeld again, marries loses his wife, leaves the service, eventually dies again from a broken heart, regenerates and fights Mr. Big and Scaramanga and Stromberg and a host of other villains, hanging around a lot longer than this time than any of his other incarnations and, frankly, overstaying his welcome. After some downtime, he comes back again in a new incarnation and has some rather forgettable adventures, then regenerates again looking all slick and debonair to battle double agents, industry moguls, and someone else I'm still not really clear about. And then, at last, we reach Bond's sixth incarnation, Daniel Craig's James Bond. The James Bond, just like all the others, but different. He's lived it all, done it all, and he looks like a man born in 1968. He still has all his predecessor's skills and knowledge, though, and some of their toys. And they all share a single dark past, raised on a dire Scottish moor, orphaned at a young age, pressed into service as a licensed government hitman, married to Mrs. Peel and lost Miss Peel, only to later find a surrogate mother in M and lose her too. One Bond, many incarnations. 
James Bond is a Time Lord. And if you still don't believe me, may I humbly remind you who played the Lord President of Gallifrey in the David Tennant Doctor Who episode, The End of Time? That's right, Timothy Dalton. <laughs> Dr. Bond? No, he, he can't be the doctor because uh, Timothy Dalton appears. Myth. James Bond is a shapeshifter, Highlander. <clears throat> Little Rex, this is the best blowing your mind done yet, Highlander. Good. I especially like The Rock. That <laughs> thing back, I'm like, you know what? Damn, that would make that would Wouldn't be Wouldn't that have be been awesome? Yeah. Wouldn't that have been amazing? Yes. That would be cool. So I don't know who shot Kennedy. Was it like the third pew of some church? At exactly. Good movie. I have seen some people think that uh, if if he, if uh, he was a time lord, that maybe he could be the doctor, but it's some like alternate reality thing where he was like the third doctor, and he turned into Sean Connery, and then it kind of goes off from there. But that doesn't really work very well for other reasons. I'm going to reveal that I have seen only part of Casino Royale. For some reason, I, Daniel Craig did not click with me when it came to James Bond, and I refused to watch the rest of them. I. I I, I don't like the guy. It's not like I don't like him personally. It's just whatever reason for he me, plays, I can't do it. I he, can't make the, the, the jump. He plays it very great. Like, I'm a huge James Bond nut. I love all James I, Bond I was stuff. too until um, this. He plays it very gritty. Like when I first saw Casino Royale in theaters, I was like, you know, that's a really good action movie. But it's, but it's not like James Bond. Bond. Right. It, they, they took but it on now, a whole different approach. But I, was, I get that. I was, I was able to kind of like, okay, I understand. They're, they're trying to reboot it without rebooting it. Like, I get it. It's like early in his career. Or but something. they're still redoing Casino Royale. So they, they are rebooting it. Right. I, but I, I, he's, he, he's gotten a lot more. He's, he's gotten a, a bit more suave as he's gone on. Um, he'll, he'll, never, he'll never be as suave as like uh, Sean Connery or Pierce Brosnan. But um, I mean, Skyfall, I thought, was an incredible good action movie. And it wasn't bad. But then, the, but then that part came up where, like, you see, like, he, he goes to his old ancestral house and he sees his parents, you know, graves there. I'm like, okay, well, obviously James Bond isn't a code name anymore. I, I, again, I, and, and you just hit the nail on the head with, you know, you have Sean Connery and not so much Timothy Dalton, but you have, right, uh, you know, uh, George Pierce Lazenby Brosnan. and then Pierce Bros right. and, and Roger Moore, who overstayed his welcome far too long. Ugh. Roger Moore Lazenby, wasn't. Though. I thought, wait, I believe it or not, George Lazenby is. He plays it actually as as close to the books as, and as, that's as you know as you can because he's not. It's it's not like he's like this incredibly suave guy in the books. I mean, he has he has some suave skills, of course, but uh, um, it, it's it's a lot more gritty and a lot more realistic. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I just wonder what Ian Fleming would think if he were still alive to see. I don't know because there there Quantum are tons of Solace and Skyfall. The like rest of them like since. what you were talking about, like with uh, the Bound books with Oz. The yes, they kept, wrote more after. He there died. are there are people that were have been authorized to continue writing James Bond novels, and yeah. they, they still are being written today. Now I've not read any of those to see if they're any good, but I'm I'm always curious if they would ever choose one of those books to make into. Skyfall is a, a movie. It's not based on any of the books, though. I believe, no right? after no. Um, I mean, if, I don't if, think Quantum Solace was either. If if you read the books, like he. I'm trying to remember him all because he didn't actually write too many. Um, he wrote Doctor No. He wrote Thunderball. He wrote Goldfinger. No, I don't, um, Thunderball. He, I don't think was a book. I thought it was no, a, no. Th- Thunderball was a book. Okay. Um, he he had like two short stories that he put together that was called uh, Octopussy and the Living Daylights. Um, I'm trying to remember all the ones that he wrote, and then and then they started also trying to like incorporate stuff. Like for example, Goldeneye was the name of Ian Fleming's like Jamaican house. So that's why they called it Goldeneye. 
Let's see. Ian Fleming's uh, novels. Okay, there we go. Casino yeah, Royale, Live and Let Die, Moonraker, Diamonds Are Forever, From Russia with Love, Dr. No, Goldfinger, For Your Eyes Only, that was a short story, Thunderball, The Spy Who Loved Me, Honor Majesty's Secret Service, You Only Live Twice, The Man with the Golden Gun, and Octopus in the Living Daylights, so yeah. short stories. So, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He wrote 14. Yeah. And obviously they expanded, like for your eyes only, they expanded into a full thing, and they split up Octopus in the Living Daylights into you know two different movies. Post-Fleming novels. After Fleming's death, a continuation novel, Colonel's Son, was written by Kingsley Amos uh, and published in 1968. Amos had already written a literary study of the Fleming's Bond novels in 1965. Since then, they've had uh, license renewed for special services, Icebreaker, Roll of Honor, Nobody Lives Forever, No Deals, Mr. Bond, Scorpius, Win, Lose, or Die, License to Kill, which I believe that, oh, that was That's a based on the book, so or based, based on the, on the, the film. Right. The other way around, yeah. Broken Claw, The Man from Barbarossa, Death is Forever, Never Send Flowers, Seafire, Goldeneye, again, from the, uh, from the movie. film, yeah. and Cold. 1996, American author Raymond Benson became the author of the Bond novels. Benson had previously been the author of The James Bond Bedside Companion, first published in 1984. By the time he moved on to other non-Bond-related projects in 2002, he had written six Bond novels, three novelizations, and three short stories. Uh, Blash in the Past, Zero Minus Ten, Tomorrow Never Dies. That was based on the film. The Facts of Death, Midsummer Night's Dream. I'm sorry, Midnight, Midsummer's Night's Doom. Live at Five, The World is Not Enough, based on the film. High Time to Kill, Double Shot, Never Dream of Dying, The Man with the Red Tattoo, Die Another Day. After a gap of six years, Sebastian Fox was commissioned by Ian Fleming's publication to write a new Bond novel, which was released in May of 2008, the 100th anniversary of Ian Fleming's birth. The book, titled Devil May Care, was published in the UK by Penguin and Doubleday in the US. Let's see. Now it's Jeffrey Deavers writing them. Uh, the book updated Bond into a post-9-11 agent, independent of MI5 or MI6. Young Bond, no Freelance? I guess. I don't know. I mean, they did that in uh, Die Another Day. They disgraced him or something because he got captured by the North Koreans or something. I don't know. Hmm. The Money Penny Diaries. All right. Chronicling the life of Miss Money Penny. M's she, personal secretary. I showed up to work. And I typed the shit out of those memos. <laughs> <laughs> then James Bond showed up, and first time I've seen him in four months. We have some witty repartee. He promises to marry me, but he never does, and then I go home and softly cry myself to sleep. <laughs> Sean Connery did what? Six films? One, two, three, or seven. One, two, three, four, um, five, It depends six. on if you... Well, you have to also count uh, the, the um, uh, Never Say Never Again. If you count that one as an actual Bond movie. Because he did that in like 80... He did that same year as Octopussy yeah, came out. Seven. And it was not a... It was, it, it's weird because uh, Thunderball was written by like some... It was, a lot of it was written by some other guy, like the story idea was. And then there was a big legal battle over whether or not he could get the rights back for it. And then they decided that he could have the rights to only certain parts of the Thunderball story. So then he used that and he turned that into a movie which is Never Say Never Again, which if you see that, is actually just a remake of Thunderball. Believe it or not. And they brought back Sean Connery because they wanted to make it like a real James Bond movie, and they paid him like an exorbitant amount of money to do it. 23 movies based on 14 novels. Six billion gross. <laughs> One yeah, billion of that came from Skyfall. Yeah. 
Exactly. Well, yeah. well second highest that's... grossing film series behind Harry Potter. Well, and it's the single most successful if you adjust for inflation because, you know, 1962 dollars or. Speaking of which, I saw um, I just happened to notice uh, the Ten Commandments was looking to make sure it's on on because always on the Saturday before. There it is. There's the non Eon films. Never say never again. There's that. Ooh. Casino Royale. See, I knew they'd made a Casino Royale. You movie. never saw that one. I'm, I'm no, not I, on that one. This one? No, I have seen it. So I, I, I didn't see it up here. Yeah, I'm like this bullshit. I know they made it. Okay. Yeah. And believe it or not, they actually Casino Royale. They actually made into a uh, one shot television thing. But it was actually made before Doctor No. It's all in black and white, and it's kind of strange. I've I've seen parts of that before too. It was a parody. So it was yes. a comedy. It was a comedy. Yes. The, okay. They, what, what they did was, I, I actually, I own it, but I've also read like the history behind it too. They brought in like, see all those directors? They brought in all those directors to do like one segment. So there's all these different segments. And they, uh, the thing was like they, the directors didn't talk to each other. So when like the, the producer sat down and looked at everything, like nothing meshed together. Didn't make any sense. So what they did was they brought in, see the guy named Val Guest? They brought him back in and said, look, you need to stitch this together in some kind of movie. So they brought him back in. They reshot some stuff, and they managed to kind of put it all together into one. So explain movie. to me again. Never Seen Ever Again was, was not considered a James Bond film? It, it either is or it, I mean, it depends on what you think. It's, it's, not a, it's, it's not produced by Eon, who produces all the James Bond ones. Because uh, some court ruled that – here, there we go. The result of a court case in the High Court in London 1963 allowed Kevin McClory to produce a remake of Thunderball titled Never Seen Ever Again in 1983. Because Thunderball did so poorly. No, it wasn't because it did poorly. It was because uh, Kevin McClory got the rights to pr- to some of the, th- the story of Thunderball. Mm. And he wanted to make a movie of it. And then Eon was like, no, we own the rights to James Bond. So they went to court. The, the court said, you own, yeah, you can control this part of the James Bond saga. So he made Never Say Never Again. So it depends on whether or not you want to throw it in here as it dep- part of I mean, the canon. It, I mean, it, it, it's James. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it before. I'm sure I have. I think I've seen all the Sean Connery yeah. Um, Bonds. Yeah. There's the Aston Martin yep. DB5. And there's his gun. The Walther PPK. Yeah. There's Little Nelly. A right. little mini helicopter. All right. I think it's time we wrap this up, don't you? Oh, Tyler, can I send you something for next week's Blowing Your Minds and Option? Always. As long as you spell my name correctly. I see Sinvicta <laughs> has shown up. I, I know he came in a little while ago. Sinvicta... The uh, show host of SS Radio that you can hear right here at RivalCastMedia.com on his Twitch account from, uh, what's it, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Definitely tune in. All right, let's start. Let's uh, end this thing. Weather permitting. So what did we learn this week? Learned a lot about James Bond, just literally in the last couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, I I love me some James Bond. Maybe I should watch again. I, it's not that I don't like Daniel Craig. It's just, uh, for whatever reason, I, I know it's kind of like what they did with Batman, where they tried to to make it more realistic and more right. dark and gritty. And, and I, I get that, it, you know, because you have so many different directors. Like for example, I thought Dino was horrible because they they tried to make it just like a regular action, and it, it just doesn't work that way. It has to, it's done a little differently. You know? Right, there's a different tone, a different way that everything kind of goes. Well, we learned the eight things that gamers want, which were very contradictory. I think we just saw. We learned that the Red October went to pull Napoleon off an island against the German U-boat fleet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, we learned all about the uh, Las Pegasus Unicorn. That sounded horrible. I, I would have loved to have been there. 
just to watch just to watch yeah. it implode. It sounded like a, it sounded like a scam. It That's what, like this. Yeah, they can't was. Just like ah, oh, forty thousand dollars. See you later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly what it sounded like. Um, I really up the also. Um, okay, what else did we? <laughs> Quick, get one of those Quickly. show names. We gotta pick one. <laughs> Rapist Corp. <laughs> what? This is fun. Jesus. I meant metaphorically for Christ's sake. Oh, good yes. God. Damn. I meant literally rape his core. All right. <laughs> first yes. of the air apparent gets to be region. Go. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the uh, Kirk Spock thing from uh, Starlet. <laughs> or we'll do like uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Two men enter, one man leave. Uh, no, I, I am not out. I'm, I'm struggling. I, I actually don't remember what the rest of that. I, I never ah. remember what it is. You know, what I always say, when you do, I'm going to write everything down. Yeah. But I can uh, we did the, we talked about the Chinese Revolution being right. the... Uh, uh, China. I'm sorry. There, I was looking the wrong one. Thank you. There. Yep. I'm not... Uh, Fed oh, spent prob- $1.5 million to study obese lesbians. Uh, oh. The South by Southwest Grumpy Cat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 90 minutes to get your picture taken with the damn cat. I wouldn't wait that. No, no. Uh, we looked at that crazy game, Ridiculous Fishing, where you catch fish, throw them in the air, and blow them away with a shotgun. I have feeling I'm going to be buying that when you get I home. may buy that, yeah. I'm a sucker for things like Three that. Three bucks. All right, I may not buy it. Uh, Valve and Capcom are doing a Resident Evil 6 Left 4 Dead 2 crossover do you think you think we did the Skyrim thing with the uh, VR hack the virtual reality where guys walking in a treadmill while playing the game and we talked about the top 10 stupid Ouya games that people are looking forward to playing that look like I can play them on my phone <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm not biased against the Ouya at all of course um, you know what now, now I'm going to buy it just to spite you I'm not even going to use it <laughs> I'm just going to show up with, like, God, look what I, I have right here. You. And you know what I'm going to do next? What? Let's have a competition. I'll pull out my smartphone. You pull out your ooyah. And let's see if we can tell them the fuck apart. Well, I think so. Mine is going to be much bigger. <laughs> I mean, really the game. scream attached to it. God, I hate you. Uh, I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm trying to kill you right now. Is it working? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we learned about Ebenezer Scrooge's eggnog dash tabletop game. That was stupid. And why why would you dash for eggnog? I don't know. I don't even uh, like to dip eggnog. You know what eggnog is, right? It's Gross. It's, it's elf tongue. Ah, <laughs> interesting. I, I did not never know knew that. that. You never knew that? <laughs> I didn't realize. David Tell told me that, actually. 2002. Interesting. Yeah. That must be how Santa's able to afford giving away all these presents. Absolutely. Because he bottles that, sells it, profits go to kids. Absolutely. Unfortunately, the rest of the stuff forward, So all the other things we've learned, uh, you're best off just listen to the show if you want to learn what we learned. Uh, real quick, um, I want to thank... Uh, Little Rex for going out in the show. I want to thank uh, our show contributor, IRC Bitch, that being Quilu, for getting the articles and keeping the IRC together. What the hell is this? I don't know. Why do we call our server server? No, this is VTW. Yeah, I know. I have to put it back on. So VTW channel. calls their server server? Uh, apparently. Uh, they have no respect in, If it was for you, we wouldn't be doing this. So uh, please follow us on RivalCastMedia.com. We'll be moving on April 7th, which will be our last show in VTW. We'll be doing the show, I guess... Uh, Highlander and I talked about it. We're not really interested in WrestleMania this year uh, since we don't follow wrestling. No. Really. So we'll do the show. Um, so April 7th will be our last show in BTW. It will be, um, we will officially launch the Rivalcast site on that day. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter uh, and on Facebook. Emperor Score for both. Rivalcast Media for both. 
And uh, any final things, real quick? Comments, pains, anything? Uh, just don't die until it shows up. Yeah. Yes, please. You got about two more minutes. You Suck it up. All right, folks. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. Hey, rat! Congrats, wishes, everyone. So long, everybody. One run on, let's see. One hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. There were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful.